What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But you know what we got to do first? We got to do those things that generate a little revenue. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Do you want to support this show? You can do it for less than $3 a month, less than the cost of a beer. And for just a little bit more, just a touch more, you can get some bonus content. You can get the episodes completely uncensored. For example, this episode has an uncensored version that is going on Patreon. So check that out today at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Once again, that is patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. We're also brought to you this week by our merch store at awd.net slash merch. You want an awesome hat, some rad shirts? Check out the merch store today. Got all sorts of awesome designs. So cover your shame in my wares at awd.net slash merch. It's that time of the year, y'all. The AVN fan votes have started. Go to avn.com slash awards slash voting slash favorite adult podcast and vote for the show. Maybe we can bring home the gold this year. Wouldn't that be awesome, drinking buddies? You can vote daily. So go there. Cast a vote for best adult podcast. Maybe throw some of the guests that you've enjoyed over the years. a vote for the various categories they're up for. It would mean a hell of a lot to me, drinking buddies. And last, but certainly not least, besides voting, the other way you can support this show is subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash and now we drink. Why wouldn't you want to watch the video versions anyways? The video versions are released a week after the audio version, except for the Patreon members, of course. So go to youtube.com slash and now we drink. Subscribe today. Cost you nothing but a couple seconds. The other very easy way to support this show. Signal boost. Tell your friends. Retweet stuff. Just spread the word. Really that easy, drinking buddies. I appreciate the hell out of you. Let's get on with the show. My guest this week, awesome MILF performer, Justine Jacobs. Justine's great. This, by the end of it, was a pretty drunk episode. Justine does not normally drink. And yeah, she gets loose. A lot of fun stories, a lot of, a lot of craziness, just a lot of very, very honest talk from Justine. I enjoyed the hell out of this episode. I hope you do too. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, drink buddies. Doing well. Thank you for uh, braving LAX traffic to be here tonight. I'm from Houston. I can handle it. It's really similar. A lot of people who don't know how the hell to drive. And you just got to be on edge the whole time. Just like, oh, God, is this person drunk? Or do they just not know what they're doing? I'm just more aggressive. I'm like, get out of my way. Like this guy, bogey on the left. I think my... Driving instructor used to like call it like bogeys. And yeah, it's. Is he the Air Force or something? I uh, want to be, definitely. <laughs> but, you know, it's more, it's more of a hyper uh, vigilant type of situation. So, I mean, that's definitely what you got to do here in LA because people are just not fucking paying attention. Yeah, I've noticed. I've noticed. There's a lot of walking in the streets and, you know, things like that I have to contend with. So, oh, yeah feel very prepared from, you know, all my experience driving in Houston and 
Austin, where a lot of California people go to ruin the state of Texas. Uh, yeah. It's kind <laughs> drive, of our jam these days. Drive property tax, property rates uh, values up. Oh, I know. All my friends that live in Austin hate Californians. They're just like, I can't afford to buy a house now. My favorite, though, is when they go through the summers and they're like, it's 100 degrees. Like, why is it so hot? And it, it, just, it just makes me laugh because I don't know what they were expecting. California weather, obviously. It, it's, it's cold here. It's cold it's AF here. I absolutely well, hate you, it. You can definitely swear if you it's want. It's fucking way too cold. I cannot handle being in the summer and having to wear like a jacket at night, you know, because I prefer in Texas, like I don't have to wear pants most of the year. You know, even now in Texas, it's 75 degrees like during the day. I mean, it was 80 during the day here earlier. <laughs> I, I know I love that. But then every night you got to bundle back up and, you know, putting clothes on and then having like the beach, you know, having to wear a wetsuit at the beach. That's just like, why? I come from places where in, in Austin you can legally be topless. So, you know, I'd much rather be topless near the water than having to wear a wetsuit because it's freezing my tits off, you know. <laughs> well, I feel like even in the summer, you've got to wear a wetsuit in the Pacific. It's just cold. Period. I don't like that. I don't like that. In Texas, no. no it's like bath water. <laughs> it's great. I don't think I've actually ever been in a body of water in Texas, now that I think about it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like Lake Austin, Lake Travis, like those areas are, are beautiful and nice and warm. Yeah. No, I've been to Austin a handful of times, never once stepped in a body of water there. I would recommend it. There's a place called like Barton Springs, and like I said, you can be like topless and like laying out there. I used to go to school at at uh, Texas State University, and there is actually a river that goes through campus, and there was a hill that was named Bikini Hill, and there was a lot of car kind of accidents that happened at that intersection that that swung around, but you could like float the river like through campus and see like college girls in bikinis. It's kind of wild to me that like Texas is like, yeah, we're okay with tits. We're really conservative about a, a bunch of other sex shit, but tits out in public, those are cool. Austin. Yeah. Austin, like I think, um, uh, what's his name? Ron Swanson, the, um, the guy who, From Parks and Rec. Uh, Nick Offerman, he said, Austin is a dream that Texas is having. <laughs> I, it's the most liberal. I mean, that's why I love it there. It's because it's socially very liberal and, you know, I also don't have to pay state income tax like here in California. So you guys have things that suck too. You have legal marijuana, which I love. But, you know, at the same time, like there's benefits to being in Texas, especially, you know, tax-wise, which is super nerdy to say. But when you go pay $6 a gallon and I'm paying two thirty-seven, I have a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to rent an electric car one time and I almost got in a fight with some other electric car driver because... I had to drive, literally, it took me five hours between two days to find a spot. First of all, like, you have to find an open one. You have to find one. I didn't have a Tesla. It was like some off-brand electric vehicle. I rented it on accident because it was the cheapest one. And trying to find a charging station that worked, that was open, that that wasn't a slow charging station, I'd have to spend 14 hours at a Walgreens. Like, I swore off, like, all electric because... Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm being dependent upon the electric grid, which is not dependable over here. I hear you guys have rolling blackouts. Like, 
not not in this part of town. I don't know. California is weird, but having to drive like like wasting five hours, and I drove past probably twenty seven gas stations, and I was like, "Fuck!" There, there's another one, and there's another one, and I'm about to run out of whatever this is, battery, and my my dog was in the car, and like, you know. So I ended up jacking somebody else's charging station, and then they—I didn't touch the car. I just pulled the thing out. His still almost done, and then the guy almost—I cried. I was like, "I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, I'm never, I'm never going to do this again. This is never happening to me again." So, especially if you're from a different place. If I'm staying at a hotel, I don't have a Tesla charging station available. So, well, I'm definitely not road tripping in my Tesla. It's a great getting around town car, and I—I'm lucky that. There's chargers in the garage. Right, right. Like if I didn't have the ability to charge at home, I would not own that car. Uh, try it in public once. It fucking sucks. You'd but, have to plan your whole day. I'm going to go to Whole Foods and find the charging station and make sure it's, it's one of the four that like works and is actually like not occupied by somebody for you know three fucking hours while they go pick asparagus for $8 <laughs> a, a stalk. On the plus side, here in L.A., we are pretty lousy with superchargers. They are all over the fucking place. I, yeah, I noticed, especially when I tried to show up to one and not a Tesla. And I didn't realize that they didn't fit, you know, like a square peg in a round hole. I, I thought things would fit. Like It's it's like the old school. Like, yeah, I, I noticed. Like, oh, you're an Android. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Like, such discrimination. Just Oh, you remember back in the day when, like, cell phones were still kind of popular. It's like every model every year had a different fucking plug. It's like you couldn't even use last year's BlackBerry plug. I I just remember like the like the sidekick, you know, and and they were they were ridiculous. Yeah, I remember not having a cell phone. Now, those were the days. We were gods. No one knew where we were. No one could get a hold of us. Like it was beautiful. People actually had to show up when you made plans, and nobody knew what you looked like. No, that was my favorite part. You know, it's not having to like have three layers of filters and face app and like the lighting perfectly perfect and having to have your background where, you know, you don't have dirty like socks on the floor behind you or it's not Instagram perfect. Like it's way too much work to be perfect these days. I don't want to do it. So well, and it's bullshit that you have to, per- you know, portray yourself as perfect because we're all fucking human beings. We all have flaws like none of us. Even the most, quote, perfect person on fucking camera isn't perfect in real life. I just think that it's really, it, I already have dysmorphia enough as it is getting older and like having real things in my life like wrinkles. And I, don't, I wouldn't want to be comparing myself to a filter. You know, it's, I would just, I don't want to feel bad. So. Nor should you. And it's, and it's been like that forever. Like Playboy back in the day fucking touched up the Playmates. Like, that was an unrealistic expectation even then. I heard that filters came from, do you remember Glamour Shots? Yeah, no, I remember Glamour Shots. I never had them done. I think my parents would never pay for them. My dad was really cheap, um, but I always wanted to. They were just overly filtered, and that soft lens that really takes away any blemish or fine lines and... I really hear that filters came from, I don't really know where I heard that or if that's true at all, but that filters kind of came from that glamour shots type of look. And it, and it really is true. And I just, I don't, I don't need any more self to be any more self-conscious about the way that my face is changing as I age and, you know, little things like that, like fine lines and like 
had a little double chin at one point that I had surgically like <laughs> removed, but like, you know, so I don't need any more shit to think about when I look in the fucking mirror, like no, be and, critical of myself. And nor should you like, it's, it's fucked up that like women aren't allowed to like age gracefully, you know, or, or when they're like, Oh, you look good for your age. Like, I'm going to punch the first person that says to me. I'm actually not going to do that because someone's going to do that intentionally and try to try to sue me or some shit. Oh, I was going to just do it to get the clickbait. Just just have you coming across the table. Just, ah, no, 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 no. But, you know, it's it's one of those things that that it is it is something that men are held to a different standard. You know, it's more distinguished to have gray hair. However, you know, women that have gray hair, I mean, how often do you see actual Hollywood women that have gray hair that go all gray and don't die? Not until you get into like Helen Mirren age. When they're like, okay, we know by now. Yeah, like you've been in Hollywood for 50 years. Like you can't lie. Right. I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can weather the, this. I haven't like died and I, I've got some gray hairs coming in, but I really don't want to. I don't really want to spend that much time in the salon with my head surrounded by a bunch of chemicals and it's just a time suck. And it's, it's one more thing. Also, I'm very, I'm very lucky. My mom has red hair and like her grays kind of look blonde reddish. So I'm kind of fortunate where they look pretty, but you know, other things I'm, I'm more conscious about, but it's just, you know, Martha Stewart was on the fucking cover of Sports Illustrated. Did you see that? Yeah, and it's crazy, but I'm skeptical that, that like, that's au natural. She's fucking, in her 80s? like 82. 80, 80 fucking two? I mean, that's two times, that's hashtag goals. I mean, I'm 41. You know, in 40 years, if I can accomplish what she's accomplished, and if I can look that good... I think she said she got a spray tan. No doubt that it is filtered, but still, but still. Just go to prison a little bit. Like, get that prison workout in. Oh, oh I've been to prison. Like, to visit. Uh, I would not go back. I hated it. It was. What were you doing in prison? I was visiting, a, like, a, my a family member, a brother of mine, and I, first of all, got I got kicked out the first time. I wasn't allowed in because I was wearing shorts, and you're not allowed to do that. You have to wear pants. So I had to go to the dollar store and come back and wear uh, pants. And because you're apparently surrounded by a bunch of murderers and rapists and armed robbers. and But this is America. Freedom of expression. Like, they can't tell you that. Like, it's your own choice. And, you know, it's probably not advisable for you to do that. But it should be your choice if you want to do that. Nope, nope. They said no, ma'am. And so I had to go leave and I came back. And I already, I, I'm just, I'm already a socially like awkward person. And I draw a lot of attention, like, because I just don't really pay attention to my, my, I mean, I, I try to work on my emotional intelligence and being aware of social situations, but I just don't give a fuck what people think about me. I don't care, right? I'm not self-conscious about shit. Like if I drop stuff in the middle of the, and I have this dog and this crazy ass outfit and I'm just, I walk in and, and people are looking at me like there's some people that makes self-conscious, you know, that makes them self-conscious. I don't give a shit. And so I go into prison and you're allowed to bring quarters because the one thing you can do is like pay for, you know, snacks and <laughs> drinks out of the vending machines. So 
you know, it's like my first time. So I had quarters in this little plastic bag and it was a cheap little plastic bag and everybody else who had been multiple times to visit their loved ones had more durable bags. So I'm sitting there trying to put quarters in this machine to get some Snickers bar or some shit and my bag breaks and all the quarters go flying everywhere and all of these like criminals, it was minimum security prison, but the, like people that have committed felonies and many of them were, were violent crimes, they're not allowed to touch the money. So naturally what you want to do when somebody drops something is you want to help them, right? And so the whole room was quite, you know, quiet while I pick up each individual quarter while people watch me unable to help me because they're not allowed to touch the money. So, and my brother was so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> he like thought I did it on purpose to get attention. And I was, I was like, no, I did not do that even though it drew a lot of attention and you know, I do love attention. But <laughs> I was about to ask, are you historically attention seeking like I, that? I, I do, but not typically from, you know, people that have, like done super fucked up shit to other people and are in, you know, gangs and like, you know, prison's not a really pretty place that like super nice people typically end up, you know, and I'm not saying anything about like whatever, but from my experience, my personal knowledge, you know, unless you commit a really, really serious crime, right? Like murder, like something that you're most of the time you don't trip and fall and get into prison from having a joint. You know, it's multiple crimes, you know, that like my brother fucking tried to go to prison. Like it, it was, it was like a, an actual effort, you know, to like he, and yeah, we got many, many chances to not go to prison, but you know, he learned a lot and he's a much better person. He's a better person. He's a great, um, he's a great, he's learned a lot from that experience. And, and I helped support him. My sister and I were, really supportive and I'd send him books all the time. Like he would like draw and, you know, he kind of used that time to, to really think about what he's done and be humble and learn some, learn some fucking humility. Like you learn some respect in there, you know? And, uh, and, you know, he's kind of using that to help other people now. Like he has, he's in this sober house and he has this roommate that, you know, Apparently, it's like glorifying prison, like wants to go to, you know, TDC, it's, you know, Texas. I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> you know, I hear the, the prison, they don't make it in toilets. They make it in the roof. But How is that, by the way? Ooh, just, you know, drinking an alcoholic beverage. This is I haven't drank in weeks, and that's actually delicious. It does not taste like alcohol. It's probably going to take me two hours to finish, but. That's fine. <laughs> like, this is a self-service show. It, I made a drink for you. Drink as fast, a little, as much as you want, as little as you want of it. Not here to be like, no, Justine, chug, 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 chug. I don't think you want to. Some people like seeing that side of me. And I'm like a really like nice spot, like super like gushy. Oh my God, you're so pretty. And like, let's be friends. Like I'm just really that kind of like drunk. It's really, it's kind of, my friends think it's funny. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I've had much worse, you know, drunk people on this show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I, I can see the bottles, <laughs> like the empty bottles. No, nothing's, yeah. nothing's empty, empty. Well, maybe the Malort, the Malort bottle. Yeah, then, and a, then that one, the rye. And then, okay, well, to be fair. The, 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 the Calador Blanco. 
There's some in there. These are all the bottom of the barrel. This is backwash. No one's drinking out of the bottle. But there's just quite a few bottles. I think this this is more bottle than has passed through my house in like five years. Well, to be fair, I asked people what they want to drink. I, you did? That was very gracious of you. So everyone who drinks tequila wants a different fucking tequila, it seems like. I didn't even know there was this many types. I did work at an agave bar at one point in time. That was before the stripping. So I actually tried to have a you know, normal job. Stripping's a normal job. I worked at the mall. So that was pretty, that was You were great. a stripper at the mall? No. I had stripper clients that were, came, come, came to my, my little, it was like a Forever 21 type place. And they would come buy just hundreds of dollars worth of shit, and they would open the curtains and be like, what do you think of this? And they'd be wearing, like, a skirt and nothing else. <laughs> and I'd be like, it looks, you know that you have, you, your boobs are out, right? Like, the skirt looks great. You, you want me to get you, a, I have two different ones that like, I think that uh, you'd like, but yeah, that looks great. And I just admired their confidence, and I admired their unabashed just presence and their expression of themselves and I really wanted that because I wasn't that so when I got accused of letting customers steal from that store honestly I was making more money I was like it was like kind of a commission base where every three months they would evaluate your pay and based on like who said your name at the register you know you would get like an increase or a decrease in pay and after like a year and a half, I only got increases, right? And I went to the point where I was like so fucking annoying about it. <laughs> like I'm, I don't give a shit what people think about me. So I will be annoying if it means I'm making fucking money. So I would, I learned how to say, oh, me llamo, you know, so-and-so. I'll go, me llamo, you know, so I'd be like, I'll means if you need anything in Spanish. And I would like learn because there was a lot of Spanish people coming through the mall. So I'm like, I'm getting every single one of these people. And they would, by the end of the, their time at the mall, they would, they'd come to the register and they'd be like, does anybody help you? And like, I don't remember, but this girl, you know, my government name, whatever, this girl, I remember that name. I don't remember anybody else. I think I talked to five people, but this is, I heard her name probably 20 times. So I was making like 17, almost $18 an hour at the mall in like 20, like 2004, like 2005. Yeah, that's good fucking money. That's good money at the mall for like slinging like $26, $20 clothes. So outside of the mall, like some manager said that this girl came up to her and said that I let them steal which was like a big problem because they didn't have ink tags. They didn't have actual alarms, right? And I actually really cared. I, that was like one of my biggest things I was passionate about, like stopping and like trying to be aware of, right? And I really cared about that store. And I was fucking, I took it personally that I was accused of that. And then they just like suspended me and then just didn't have, like let me come back to work. And I I think they just didn't want to pay me Oh, definitely. That much. Come on. In what world? Would someone rat you out if they're not already, like, caught? And also, like, re- like what kind of fucking source? And, oh, she lets us, exactly. If I was letting them fucking still, why would they ruin right. that for themselves? Right. It'd be a whole other thing of, like, they got arrested for shoplifting. And they're like, yo, what's going on here? And they're like, that bitch helps us. No, they just stopped a manager when she was outside the mall to inform them of what I was doing. And it was such bullshit. But I, And the manager didn't like me because... Their sales were also affected by 
how much they, you know, sold, but since they were behind the register, they could not sell as much as I could. So, or they had like a fixed pay and I think I was making more than some of them. So they did not like that. And I was very just in your face about my sales and, uh, you know, they try to put me in the front and I would be yelling across. They could, there's nothing that they could do. They could not stop me from making sales. If this was modern America, you definitely would have a good lawsuit against them. Well, I mean, so basically, basically I, after that, knew the strip club that the girls were working at. That's when I decided to go work as a waitress there. It's always and, the story. You know, the difference between a waitress and a dancer. Two weeks. I lasted three months, but I did like these waitress dances where like they would give me like a hundred bucks and I would like do a dance or something. And I just really admired their confidence again, you know, and um, I ended up doing that and just really, I was really good at the whole getting a dance from one guy. I was like not really good at getting a lot of money from one guy and sitting there the whole night because that was got a little too intimate for me, I guess. And like you had to be good at talking and, and, and bluffing and you know, to sit with one person for a long time. I don't have the patience for that shit. Well, and pretending that whatever bullshit they're telling you is interesting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or, or telling them about yourself and eh. so, making up shit for your character. Right. You can't tell them the real shit. Right, right. And, you know, I'm a student. Yeah. I, I'm a student. Of course I'm single. Uh. Well, I mean, no, I really was, and but I just didn't really, it was too much. I didn't want to do that. So what I preferred doing, especially which, because I was really into fitness, was I liked giving dances to everybody and just making that $20. If you take, you know, one hour, you can probably get about, you know, eight to 10 dances in an hour if you're dancing for everyone and then you know that's 200 bucks an hour if you're if you're going plus so tips i should have been smarter about like upselling it but honestly like it's more just like the 20 dollar bill was really easy to take from them you know and if 25 or 30 it just i was really into getting those dances really quick so what kind of club was this a full nude topless like just topless so okay. yeah the full nude thing creeped me out so I, I wore like two, like I wore that little like regulation thong, but then I also wore like boy shorts on top of that because I didn't want people having access to that close of like me naked. Yeah, trying to d- digitally insert something. Or pulling stuff. They like to pull things, you know, like away from your body. So yes. yeah, I don't like hands. I got really good at like holding their hands and kind of deflecting from people that wanted to touch me and just being like, I got this, babe. Or you let me do all the hard work and just kind of just letting them relax because I was really good at what I did. I gave a really good laugh dance and I just wanted them to sit fucking still and just be present and enjoy it, right? Because my whole thing was to be present in that moment where everybody else just melts away and you're just kind of connecting with that person. So it was more sensual and less like raw fucking, you know, like sex, sexualized, which is part of it, but it was more of a sensual thing to me. So. As a strip club patron in my youth, I definitely patron in my youth. He says, "Oh, I, in my youth." No, as I've worked in them over the years, I really, I will not step foot in a club unless I'm being paid to be there these days. Ah, yes, you know, that's the appeal. Of these, especially because I know I give a better better dance than a lot of girls. So I don't hate to say that. Like, I don't mean that in a bad way. It was just something I was, I was, I intend, I was specialized at. Right, I've gotten dances from girls where I'm just like. Like, 
like fucking pretend to like make an effort. Just pretend, please. Just for like shits and giggles because I'm giving you fucking money, bitch. Like and I picked, you know, and it, I don't really, it's, it annoys me. It's like, you know, if you go out to a restaurant and you know you can do better. Definitely. Well, I also at this point, like, because I've seen behind the curtain, I really don't care for the transactional nature of it. Right, right. And it's just like, in my youth, it was like, oh, this is nice. I'm I'm paying. I know this is, I'm window shopping. I know I'm paying for a fantasy. Yeah. But I can at least suspend disbelief. Well, when you see the back room and you, you see the drama and you see the girls, they're not prettiest, you know, like. Oh, yeah. I, I was definitely out on the road with a girl in Philly. And my feature chose a song that one of the house girls normally came out to. And they almost fought. Oh, fighting? Yeah, big no-no. Right. Fighting and stealing. Big no-no. Well, but also fighting with the feature. The Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Like, it was a whole whole to-do. Like, the house girl was talking shit about my feature because she came out to her song. And my feature is actually the one who almost instigated the fight. She came out of the dressing room like, bitch, I can hear you. You know, it's very, like, high school type of mentality, you know, and very, very territorial. Like, there's... There's the queens and there's the girls that have their own lockers, right? And, uh, you know, I was kind of a, a regular, but I kind of came in and did my own thing. I didn't do my makeup there, right? I like to, like, get fucking stoned and shit and, like, show up, like, reeking. Like, like <laughs> the valet guys would be like, smells good in there. And, like, I'm like, yeah, man. I'm, you know, and I had my hair and makeup done because I would, like, have to get really stoned in order to go be in that environment. And so I just kind of kept to myself and I went out and worked and I didn't like talk to the girls because that doesn't make me money. Right. So if I wasn't dancing, then I was back in the back and then I would go back out and I would dance. Like I never hung out and like chatted with the girls at the tables and like waited for the guys to get drunk enough to drink. I would be like dancing for the dudes and then I would go over there when they were ready. So I was very calculated about it. Sounds like you'd kill it in Vegas. Cause that's like, that's the Vegas house girl move. Is this like dance? Like no role play, no bullshit. Yeah. Like dance. No. All right. On to the next dance. No. Yeah. I hate strip clubs in Vegas so fucking much. I, I did work at the right. I did work at a couple of strip clubs in Vegas and Yeah. It was good money, but I made I made good money back in Texas too, and I didn't have to deal with all of the extra like regulations and all of like the you have to come at a certain time, you leave at a certain time, like fuck that. Like I want to be a sheriff's card. Like yeah, there's all sorts of extra steps that I had to take, and I think I slow taxes in Nevada. Like there's no income tax there. Well, no, I think there was something that like I was supposed to pay because I had this card. Oh yeah, for the sheriff's card and shit. Yeah, something like that, and I just never did, and so I don't. So uh, come, come and take it. Whatever. So let me see you taken out in handcuffs at AVN this year for come the back taxes. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm not. My <laughs> residence isn't there. I live in Texas. <laughs> they don't care. They're like, oh, we're getting it. Nah. Come, come and get me. Come and get him. Come and take it. <laughs> out of my cold, dead hands. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, we have gun shows, right? <laughs> we don't have to register them. So. Well, that speaking of which, that used to be wild because. AVN for a number of years was at the same time as SHOT Show. <laughs> so it was some weird crowds at the bar. Uh, you know, th- there was this time in Austin that the bikers, there's a rot rally where the bikers would come out. And it was like, like also at the same weekend, like where there was some gay pride shit, you know? So, but surprisingly, like, like they were all like really would, you know, get along quite well. So it was, it was a pretty cool environment. Just those bikers, man, they should wear sunscreen because that is some, that's some thick skin. 
They got there. There's some definitely some sun damage happening. Yeah, but you need that. It just rocks at you in the face. Oh my god! It's so loud. It's mainly the the noise of those bikes. Like it, if anything over eighty decibels for that over ten minutes is damaging your hearing. Which I know, nerd. Whatever. I'm a metalhead. I'm well aware. Yeah, I can hear everything. I have to wear earplugs to go to bed. I was in Miami, like like that whole fucking city. It's way too loud. Way too fucking loud. I had to wear earplugs to bed like every night. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. I can hear everything. So yeah. a lot of loud metal shows in my youth. Like, I know it's bad because back in the day, I'd go to a metal show and the like the swan song of like ee! yeah for like, the whole the next day. Yeah, that doesn't happen when I go to shows anymore. I still wear earplugs going to. I I literally have earplugs in my purse right now, just when I go to like loud places. I'm surprised you're not wearing them right now. I know it's actually quite loud. <laughs> <laughs> my headphones. I was just thinking that. Oh, it's funny, but uh, not. Yeah, I'm not complaining. But I, I can turn them down. But it's funny. No, it's it's you're fine. But it's funny because. Well, I don't want you to cause you hearing loss. Like not that loud. So, but like people. Uh, I can get louder. Don't worry. Um, people always get annoyed because I have the like ca- closed captioning on, and they're like, "I can't hear it." I'm like. And they'll play it at their volume. And I'm like, it's too fucking loud. It's too loud. And you're talking to me. And you're like, everything's screaming. And then I play it at my volume. And they're like, I can't fucking hear it. I'm like, read. There's a closed captioning. Read. Oh, you hang out with people that can read? Wow, you are a nerd. Uh, nerd. I know, right? I know. Like, I just wasn't even going to tell you I can solve a Rubik's Cube because holy shit. Like, I'm going to get fast. food out of here. Don't, and who cares how fast? Who gives a shit how fast well, I can solve a fucking Rubik's Cube? I mean, that's impressive. Period. But Period. There, are, there are motherfuckers Period. on the internet. Period. You know what? Because I'm not going to do the. Because anytime I try to do it in a certain period of time, there's like a couple like patterns, right? That like I get kind of stuck on still. And there's a couple patterns where like I can literally, I have like 30 moves where I can like look you in the fucking eye and then throw it to you and it's fucking finished, right? Because I'm like, oh yeah, this is the two step and this is the one, whatever. So, like, so there's times where I can't do it in five minutes. I can usually do it in about five minutes. But I have an OnlyFans pitch for you. <laughs> you should solve a Rubik's Group while riding someone. That's actually a good idea. Oh, would you think I was gonna have a bad idea? That's a really good fucking idea. I'd be like a free use, like you know, like nerd shit. <laughs> yeah. Just like, hold on, I'm not done yet. You can't come until I solve this. No coming until I solve. That's actually a really good idea. I, I yeah. love that you were really skeptical, like, oh, he's gonna about to give me a horrible idea, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Well, I thought it was gonna be a plain idea, like you know, like solve Rubik's cube naked, like which I'm like, okay, I, I, I can, you know, I was thinking that's where it was going, but. Add the element of well, fucking somebody. Yeah, like I'm not that mundane. Oh yeah, boobies in a Rubik's cube. Ooh. No, but like, and then they're like, oh nope, you're not allowed to mm, wait. And then he's gonna be like, bitch, I thought you said you were smart. Yeah, you're fucking amazing, and no one else that's is making so that content. That's so funny. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, I was gonna. It's all yours. Well, I'm. Would like to see another porn girl solve a Rubik's Cube? No, I mean I know there's fucking smart bitches out there. I'm not going to say that, but but I'd I'd like to see one of the new generations of people that do TikTok solve a fucking Rubik's Cube because that's a whole different level of hand-eye coordination. Those dances, oh, so stupid. They're so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. I mean, but you know what? Like, I make money out of nothing. Good for you. Good. I I applaud the people that can figure out how to do that and make a fucking living. This world is changing and being adaptable is really important, right? And my my dad never believed you could make a fucking living playing video games on Twitch. He told my little brother like that he couldn't he was like one of the top gamers on that Call of Duty the Call of Duty with the zombies. Okay. And he was really fucking good at it. 
where I think he was offered something by some company. And my dad's like, no, that's not a viable option. It's like, bro, this world, it is. And he could have he could have made money on that. That could have been a whole different whatever. There's different dimensions type shit, right? You know, the multiverse. Another, in a motherfucking multiverse, he's doing that, you know? In a multiverse, he's the famous sibling? Oh, I'm probably pretty sure I would still do something. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. I would still do something, yeah. <laughs> Righteous. I'm, I'm a free fucking spirit, man. You know, this this does not... This is not a phase, right? This is not like I'm trying to rebel. This is who I am, you know, as a person. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure your brain's fully formed and you know, this is who you are. Yes, yes. I'm past 25, so. Your brain is fully cooked. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't start doing drugs until like later. And like I started like smoking weed when I was like 19. So, you know, I allowed. Slacker. Oh, I, you know, <laughs> I'm coming from a place where like Austin, which is. You know, funny that that's it's actually like decriminalized in some places, you know. Um, and I definitely make sure to procure, you know, when I'm here. You know, like, you can legally just take it through LAX. Like, you don't even have to hide it, right? I have been stopped by, uh, by actually the LAPD at the airport at LAX because I knew that that was the case, right? So I, my dumbass, right? Or courageous or not giving a fuck ass, I don't know. One of those asses put in a gallon Ziploc bag, a dirty pipe, a quarter of weed in a bag, and a bag of edibles. Through the t- and put it on the TSA thing and just put it through the t- just not just like that. And they stopped me and they were just like, oh, like not even trying to hide it, you know. And I had like. Definitely more than the legal limit, like in other places. Like I have these little stizzy pods, you know, that I'll bring. And I normally bring stuff I can't get in Texas, like bubble hash, you know, and like like infused Keef joints and stuff like that. So I definitely had things that were not, if I would have been searched, would not have been good. But they just were like, did you pack your own bag, ma'am? I'm like, haphazardly. But yes, I did. And they do you know the legal limit? And I said, it's 28 grams of flour and 8 grams of concentrates. And they went and they just looked, hands in the pockets, and then just looked and they were like, okay. They didn't touch a thing. And I was like. Yeah, they don't get paid enough to actually deal with that headache. Like the FBI is sitting there trying to stop people with fucking joints. You know, it was definitely personal quantity. And my dumbass is just like, I want to eat these peanut butter cups on the plane. You know, like, here's a dirty pipe. I don't want to, I want to bring it back because I'm a conservationist. I'm like, <laughs> reduce, reuse, recycle. Like, it's California, bitches. Y'all are all about recycling and your fucking biodegradable type shit and bring your own bag, you know. Stupid so. paper straws. <laughs> Nobody likes paper straws. Fuck turtles. I mean, Fuck them. I honestly, like, usually have my own straws. Like, I, you know, I actually have, like, portable straws that I can bring places and, you know. That's fine. Like, th- th- I bring my own, I bring my own water, like, everywhere. I have a Yeti cup I bring, because it's Texas, it gets fucking hot, you know. I bring my Yeti cup everywhere. I refill that shit, you know. Like, I, I'd hate plastic bottles. I'm actually... I have like a boycott against plastic bottles, like like drinking water. So I never have. I have the filters, RO filters at my house, you know. So I just refuse to carry bottles of water. They're not good for you. I mean, we talk about the fucking turtles. Like, talk about, no, fuck them. Fuck I mean, those turtles. maybe fuck the turtles, but like the rest of the fucking animals in the entire world and all that plastic shit. And I used to like cut, like you know, in the when you get like like Coke, like six pack, right? And they have like the, the, the little rings, the yeah. rings, and I would cut all the rings. With the Aww. and I'm the kind of person I like to turn off all the lights and to make sure you know 
Honestly, I'm just jealous turtles are going to outlive us both. <sighs> will they, though? Cockroaches will, for damn sure. Well, I mean, like, individual turtles. They live to be over 100. I mean, in this fucking environment, though, like, the, what, what humans are doing to this world, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. So, Well, yeah, but that affects us, too. Like, I don't think I'm making it to 82, so... I do biohacking type shit, which is really also nerdy, um, and it also kind of sounds bougie. To, I'm a biohacker. Like, I just use kind of science and technology to try to minimize the cognitive and physical decline that is inevitable through our bodies, right? And the things like just simple shit that's cheap, right? Like going outside and bare feet and spending 20 minutes in the morning before noon with your eyes exposed to natural sunlight just to adjust your circadian rhythms. and I mean, you have to be up before noon to do that. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but like my, I have some sleep fucking itch. I have, I have no problem getting up. It's going to sleep. That's a pain in the ass for me. I have both. <laughs> so, well, these fucking screens and like the circadian, your circadian rhythm being off. Oh, I, I basically sleep in an editing bay. Like my computer, my three monitor computer is across like my bedroom from me. Okay, so uh, there's these things called blue light glasses. <laughs> Highly recommend. Highly oh, yeah. Recommend. Also, I have blackout curtains in there that I never open. So, But having those lights against, you know, you can – My, I have an aunt that has uh, night blindness now because she used to be like an airline, like a flight attendant, right? Um, and she would watch these like, bright screens and this Kindle, you know, in the dark-ass plane – and now she can't fucking see, and she can drive at night, and she can't see shit. So my dad can't hear, my fucking aunt can't see. So all these irreversible things. What? I, what? What'd you say? When I hear that word, what? What? Huh? Who's there? What? There's ambient noise. There's there's somebody playing Mexican music in the background. I can't hear you talking across from me like that. I do not want to deal with that shit. You know, I'm already having to deal with everything else natural. Might as well not have self inflicted shit that happens. Because I'm a dumbass. See, I, I just high mileage vehicle here. Just I'm the kind of person that if I'm gonna go out and like party or whatever, and like I will do an IV beforehand so that it mitig- minimizes the actual like hangover and the effects of like whatever I'm doing to my body, lack of sleep, you know, going out and drinking and you know, not eating good food and all of that. I like to be prepared for the trauma that I'm going to put my body through. See, my body's used to it. I rarely get hangovers. That is crazy. That is crazy. I, I hear, I hear you get used to it, but I don't know. I don't know. My body is like, oh yeah, we're gonna mm, fuck you, <laughs> fuck, fuck you, bitch. We're, you're gonna, we're gonna. And, and speaking of like just being in like porn and stuff, just being, I was in Miami and just being in a different like schedule, being in a different like environment and like being with different people, like just it affected my microbiome. It affects my body and like just the schedule and the anxiety of not knowing until the night before at 6 p.m., sometimes 8 p.m. What time if I was going to work the next day and where? Like that type of shit like gives me so much anxiety. I have like ADD and I have a really hard time like being places on time and going to sleep. I need to know if I'm going to have to be on like set at 8 a.m. or 4.30 p.m. And like, they're just like, oh, well, we send you the information as soon as we know. And then like at eight o'clock at night, I'm like, yo, I haven't gotten my call time. Like, oh yeah, you're not working tomorrow. Cool. Deep breath. 
Nothing like being on a business trip and not working. Which is was cool because it was Halloween, right? And I, I didn't want to work the next day, but still, bro, tell me. And then like I'd be like, hey, what time am I working? And they're like, we tell you. And then I'd get like kind of, they'd be irritated at me for like following up with that. I'm like, please don't be irritated at me when I'm just, I'm sitting here like on the couch. Like, do I need to be getting ready for bed by eight o'clock? Or can I like stay up and do a few things? You know what I mean? So for me, that caused a level of anxiety. And then just, I think I just being with people that you're around that like you're, when you kiss and you swap fluids, you know, you're intermixing your, your chemistry, your, your biology, you know, and not everybody takes care of themselves. I'm right here. Jeez. Same way. I'm just, I'm right here. Jeez. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, but like, you know, there's people that don't eat well, that don't take care of their bodies. And, you know, I mean, I'm drinking too, bro. I'm like sitting here I'm like, just I'm with you. Weed, I'm just, you know, like. I I have a jar of kimchi in my fucking fridge. That shit is good for you. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, know. you have to have a schedule if you have, if you have a schedule, but some, you know, some people are just, they, you know, they're not as conscious of it. So, and Instead of trying to control the rest of the world, I just limit my exposure to it, right? So, I mean, that's all you can do. Yeah. The rest of the world's beyond your fucking control. Yeah, like, I love fucking free sex and all that type of shit, but, you know, I, at this point in my life, am being just more picky about, like, making sure people have tests and making sure that, you know, that my safety and theirs, because it's also about my pleasure, right? And, like, some dude's not going to give a shit if I get off. Then why do I want to fuck them? You know, because like that's pointless for me. You know, how is your offset sex life? Uh, right now, it's not as often as I would like. Uh, also, because I just broke up with my ex, and that was a seven-year relationship that I was faithful and the whole entire time, and only was with other females. And when I wanted to be with another male to make content. I let him know ahead of time. Right. Th- that's not cheating. No, I told him what I was going to do and when and with who. And I told him to leave. Was he initially okay with it? or? Yeah, I didn't ask for his permission. I asked for support. And he tried to be supportive. But he never really was supportive in all honesty of the whole thing, the whole life. And so we wanted different things in the end. And I think that that just kind of came out. And I still care about him and love him and always want to be, you know, we're always going to, like, be friends because, like, you don't spend seven years with somebody and not, like, to have something there, right? So Yeah, sometimes it's a lot of trauma. I'm not talking about your situation. I'm just well, talking I mean, about. That's for sure. I mean, there's a lot of things that, like, at some point you become resentful. I highly recommend doing couples therapy before you get to a point where you feel like you need it because you need to be able to communicate things and talk to each other. And if that doesn't happen from the front end and for whatever reason, you know, me in particular, I didn't, I was not in a good place. So I, the red flags of him feeling like his job was to make me happy, huge red flag, because that's not your fucking job, bro. I don't even know how to make myself happy. Well, yeah. like. So how the fuck are you supposed to? In theory, we're supposed to be awesome, like, together, not complete each other. Yeah, just be the best version of yourself and be supportive. So yeah, I kind of disagree with you on the couples therapy front. Just because unless you have children or property together, like, if it's going to be a big problem, you should just go your separate ways. Well, I just think if you want it to work, and I, honestly, I did couples therapy that helped me, period, even though the relationship didn't work out, 
I am a better person for it. I'm a better listener, I, which was really not my, still not very good at it, but much better. Much better, which is saying a lot. Uh, and there's other things that I've learned about myself, how to hold space for somebody and not bring myself into it when I'm being talked, even when someone's talking to me about me, it's not always about me. Oh, definitely not. So to learn how to not take these things personally, especially like as I get bigger and as I get more, just you find more haters, you know, and more people that talk shit about you. And, you know, you just have to be really okay with yourself at the end of the day, because if you're not okay with yourself, then you're going to take these things personally and let them really get to you. And really, you know, people, people have done some fucked up shit to me that type shit that, that people hurt themselves over, like the bullying, ganging up on me and like, like online or yeah. Like, okay. Okay. So, okay. So it's just V2 herpes, right? I have herpes. What a big fucking deal. Nobody gives a shit. I've had it for a long time, responsible with it. And it only really has an effect if I'm like super stressed out, don't take medicine for it, whatever. So I had this conversation with these people at this content thing. I was like, I'm not making content because I didn't have my medicine. And I have an outbreak right now, and it's the responsible thing to do. Right. So I have a biochemistry degree. I know everything there is to know about this fucking virus. Right? I know where it's stored. I know how it spreads. I know at you know, it's at the, at the lower ganglia, the basal ganglia of your spine. I know what, what asymptomatic virus shedding is. You know, I, I have a biochemistry degree and a biology minor. If they wanted to know anything about this disease, they could have asked me. One person did. The other people talk shit about me behind my back. Like, oh, my God, I sat on a toilet seat next to Jesse, and am I going to get herpes? And I know for a fact that the girl whose house this happened at has herpes and has lied about it on tests on STDs. She's, like, had STD tests, like. Yeah, but that's not part of the standard panel anyways. Oh, shit. That shows you these girls are ignorant. As well, yeah. They're not even in the fucking industry. They do OnlyFans, right? So they don't know shit. And it's like, they don't even test for that shit. So they're sitting there emailing fucking Lena the Plug, Plug Talk. They're emailing Bang.com. They're emailing a porn star I work with, like, subscribing to his OnlyFans and tipping him and saying, just see his herpes. And he's like, you told me about this when we started. And also, I borrowed a cycle beer from you because we all fucking have it. Nobody gives a shit, you know, right. as long as you don't have an active outbreak. Nobody, can, they're like, do you have an active outbreak? I'm like, oh, that was, I did back, you know, Cinco de Mayo of last year when they had this issue happen. And like, also, it's one of those things that like, I don't care if people know. I just like tell them sometimes to like see what they do with the information. Well, and the fucked up part about it is like, it didn't even really have the stigma it has now until the pharmaceutical company started pushing it in the 70s. It's not deadly if you think about it. Like one of the reasons they don't test for it is because it's a waste of money. It doesn't kill you, right? Like things like you know gonorrhea and chlamydia will actually attack their brainstem and kill you. Syphilis is real bad. Syphilis will melt your face and then kill you. I mean, if it's something that's just an annoyance, right? It's just a fucking minor annoyance. That's why there's no cure for it because no drug company is going to invest the money in research and curing just a nuisance. Well, no, that's why they came up with the money for Valtrex to fucking. Suppress it. Suppress it. It's a vile suppression. Because they can fucking sell that to you forever. Yep. And thanks. thanks, pharmaceutical companies. Lysine helps also. But for me, I have a typically more virulent strain. So some people have a strain of herpes that never fucking shows up. Some people, like me, if I am stressed, if I don't sleep, if I'm traveling or, like, just getting, like, even in porn, if I, I have my dosage whenever I'm, like, making scenes just because there's a lot more trauma going on. If you're on your period type shit, there's a lot of variables. But it's just one of those things that, like, so they— 
were fucking on my Twitter and like, and I would get messages from like Jesse Jones and like the people from Plug Talk, like, do you have an active app? And I'm just like, bro, like this is shit that if you do that to somebody else, you are not in a good place. Right? Right. And like, also, like, I cried about like one day, I was at the gym and I like cried. And then I was just like, man, like that fucking sucks because I thought they were my friends. You know, I went to like visit them. I was in their circle and then they did this to me. I'm like, what kind of community is that? But that's the type of people things that people kill themselves over. No shit. Like this is what this is how people feel. And I'm not like, saying this lightly. That's how the why people feel so, so isolating in a fucking industry and to be ganged up on and kicked out of and banished from your fucking network because of some shit like that. And then some other stupid shit that went down that nobody asked me my side of it. Well, yeah. on top of it. It's not like you chose to do this. You I know. was sexually assaulted, and I had herpes from a sexual assault that some dude stuck his dick in me without consent, without a condom. And I literally, nobody fucking asked that. You know what I mean? Like, That's so, fucking horrible. Right. I mean, I'm over it because it fucking happened, and like, I was, you know, I didn't. It, it's, it, it happened, right? So there's nothing. And he, he didn't mean that, right? But, like, we'd been fucking, he had condoms, and he couldn't keep, whatever. And, like, I just thought it was pimples and I didn't, and I told him to stop after it, he did it, but it was just like, I told you like 17 times I didn't want to have sex without a condom and you did it anyways. So, and that was fucking, you know, the first 20, I was 24, 25, you know what I mean? That happened. So like, I've like, I've dealt with it, but like to do something like that to somebody that like, it's not a cool thing to do. You're not coming from a good place. It comes from a place of resentment, of of fear, and of of insecurity. So it's kind of like means that I'm I got something that you know that's threatening people enough to try to sabotage me. Well, and you know, it's I'm, I'm definitely not defending their actions. I mean, it also could be coming from a misguided place of like they think they're protecting the community. No, they're not. No, 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 no. no. Okay. No, it was not about that because one of the girls has herpes and she got mad because I called her out in front of people. They're like, oh, you have herpes. I'm like, yeah, so does so-and-so. Well, and that's one of the and things. Like- they got mad about it. And like there's been – every people know and also like she's been caught like trying to send like to have her brother Photoshop like because they – when they make content, they still test for it because they don't know. And the gold standard panel is not included, right? Right. So they're just uneducated. So it's it's one of those things that like that happened to me and I've kind of – segued out of that little crabs in a bucket type of uh, yeah, no. scarcity mindset and like where you have to tear somebody else down in order to build yourself up. And I'm just trying to stay in my own lane and just do my thing. And I broke up with my ex and I'm actually like being able to explore sexually like and do things like porn and have fun and I'm good at it and I'm having fun with it and I'm meeting really cool people and and I'm getting, getting to make these decisions my own and I'm, you know, I don't, it's sad to not have those connections I thought were my friends and to have that like daily where I'm interacting with people. So I'm having to build up other networks. You, but you will. And honestly, the grass. right. And it's honestly good that the trash saw itself out early. Yeah. Could you imagine being friends with these people five, 10 years? I'm trying to help them and give them things. Like one of the girls actually signed up under me. I've made $50,000 off of her on OnlyFans because I taught her, like I gave her, I have, I'm a sales, I have a sales background. So I taught her a lot. I got her out from underneath some other dude, you know, so you don't need to have him take 30% of your money or whatever. 
And it's funny because she's like, nobody helped me when I started OnlyFans. And I'm like, oh, really? Because I have $50,000, you know, that proves that, you know, that I did, you did get help. But, you know, it's just, it's fine because I know, I know my worth. I know my value and I know what I add to the world. And I know that I have something special. And if other people feel the need to do that to me, you know, that's on them. 100%. That's not on me. So, and it also shows me, like, man, like, I must be special. Like, you guys, like, fucking feel the need to tear me down and, like, literally email plug talk so I don't get on this because they knew I was going on the show and they didn't want me to, I guess. So they're, like, trying to email to try to, like, talk shit about me so I don't get, like, cast or whatever. And it's, like, man, Adam was so fucking cool. Whenever he, like, introduced me to the podcast, he was, like, and we got an old friend. Justine, you know, she was back and went to No Jumper and then she was funny and she was sexy and, you know, she wanted to reach out to do plug talk and we said, okay. I'm like, I felt so just, that felt made me feel good, you know, like that made me feel like, you know, I, there are people out there that do see and recognize that, you know, the good that I'm trying to, you know, bring that I try to make. I try to make people feel comfortable. I want I want to be a part of things and and I want to to be a positive light in the world, right? So, you know, I'm not here for the drama. I'm here for the I'm here for the good stuff, you know. One of the advantages of getting into the industry as a fucking fully fledged adult who has lived their fucking life. To be honest, if I would have gotten in porn earlier in life, I don't know if I could have handled it. Like fucking for real, I think I would I would have gotten fucking swept the fuck away. I would have been swept out to sea. Oh yeah, I would have I would have gotten carried away in all of it. And I don't think I would, could have handled. I was just not emotionally mature enough at the time. Still, my emotional intelligence is working on it. You know, <laughs> like my I I'm, I'm smart, book smart, but emotional intelligence that's a whole nother aspect. But it can be learned. It can be, but also. If you had gotten in at 21, that was the, the heyday of Vivid Girls, and it was a completely different fucking industry. Like I said, don't know. I don't think I could have handled it. So I'm actually glad to come in at a more mature stage in my life where I'm a little bit more self-aware, and I'm more self-confident, and I have less just shame and guilt. I'm not letting that shit affect me anymore, and it used to affect me in a big way. Like the shame of my, the guilt from feeling like sex is wrong or feeling like me wanting to be naked or wanting to make money in the sex industry is wrong or like I should be guilty of it and feel ashamed of myself. So you definitely shouldn't. I'm not doing anything wrong. No, in my opinion. I mean, there's lounge and there's boundaries and there's things, you know, but at the same time, I still think somebody, there's other people out there that are doing things, things that they think are normal, things that they think that they should be doing and repressing parts of themselves, and that comes out in really fucked up ways. Oh, 100%. Like, the Fifty Shades of Grey shit, like, girl, just say you're a, you don't have to like this, you know, this really predatory kind of, like, uh, manipulate, manipulative. Fifty Shades of Grey, there was some manipulation. There was no safe words. There was no consent going into it. They really kind of did not cover that. Part of it, consent is so important, but it's also a work of fiction. Like, yeah, but people, you, should, you shouldn't be facing, you know, basically anything in your life on works of fiction. The most repressed people in my that I fucking know are the ones that love that book. I'm like, well, yeah, because they're repressed. You like Fifty Shades? I'm like, but 
But when I said I was a stripper and that made me feel empowered, you wouldn't let me come home for Christmas for six years. Like, fuck you. So Because well, that's real. That's not a work of fiction. And people have problems like, oh, there's plenty of people who are like, I love violence on film because it's not real. But if real violence happened, they want no part of that. And I feel like sex is like that for people too. It's just like, oh, it's okay when it's not real, real. Everything is about sex except for sex. Sex itself is not about sex typically. It's about like power. It's about, you know, something about a lot of validation and shit, which is why I enjoy what I do. And when I'm like, even when I'm, you know, when I'm on set or when I'm at a scene, I'm present. I'm here. I'm here for it. We're a fucking team, you know, like, and I, I let them know like that, you know, we're, like I'm here for you. I'm here to explore and to learn and to connect and to have this experience with this individual that I trust. I feel safe in this environment. I feel there's people around. I'm not going to be taken advantage of. I'm going to be taken care of, you know, and and I feel really safe in that environment. And I feel like it's really allowed me to be like able to have these sexual experiences where I'm able to do things I never did explore before. And it's really... It's just really fun and it's really enjoyable because it's in a safe place and I'm doing it the way I want to and I'm making these decisions consciously and intentionally. That's awesome. Man. And I'm buzzed. It's <laughs> 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 a fucking dream. <laughs> I poured light. I, I, I told you, I don't fucking drink like off, very often, bro. Oh, thank you I, for drinking <laughs> with me. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I mixed it well where it didn't taste like alcohol for you. I, I know. I know. Second one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna want another one. This is, and look, it came in a little. I had demanded a, <laughs> I actually demanded a copper mug, and I wanted a copper mug and 57.5 degrees. And I think he got the temperature pretty close too. But no, he actually had he procured a copper mug, which I'm delighted by. Yeah, I mean, I drink mules. Like <laughs> I, when I was like, oh, I have ginger beer. You're like, oh yeah, I'll have a ginger beer. And like. You think I keep them in the house just to drink ginger beer? I would. There's a, actually a bar in Austin that they used to search the girls' purses because there'd be so many instances of girls taking home. They're like they had these. I don't know what they're called. They're, they kind of had little freckled like pox and them little indentions and stuff. Like that's a, like the legit. Yeah, like the actual, and they were like thirty five dollars each or some shit, and the girls would try to steal them. There's yeah. a, there's a bar in East Hollywood where you have to hand your ID in. To get the get a mule. Oh yeah, no, I understand because those those cups are not they're not cheap. Yeah, and yeah. so cute to just put it in the, <laughs> my purse and take it out. Yeah, I would never do that. I'm gonna watch you. <laughs> Where's your purse? No, no. You know Jordan Peele. He does it. He has the food, um, like the the fast food club or some shit where he'll go and he'll he'll find people that like get the ask for the breadboard at Olive Garden or something like eight dollars and he'll go just like, is it real? Is it real? Get closer. Get closer. Let's let's talk about this. I went to Olive Garden. It's it's so funny. He'll he'll try to like do things like get the skillet at at like uh chilies. Is it chilies? Yeah, it's chilies. <laughs> Can I have the skillet, please? Yeah. It's I don't know. It cracks me up. So <laughs> I don't know why that where that came just from. Roll into a kitchen. Yeah, I'm like, yo, bro, can I pay? How, can I pay for one of these? You know, I would do that. Yeah, I would. I would totally do that. I mean, some places do sell them. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. What's the worst they could say? No. So I, I'm the kind of person I don't mind being told no. That one came from a bar where my friend was quitting. Like the next day, and she's like, just keep it. Oh, the truth comes out. 
I mean, I wasn't lying about it. So a five-finger discount. So you don't mind passing it along, pay it for <laughs> I do. I really do, actually. That part doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I don't think I could fit one more thing in my luggage already. I already have enough shit. You're like, I got to keep yeah. space for weed. <laughs> no lie, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah, but the dog food I spend is going gonna, gonna to weigh itself out. I'm good because I get up to 70 pounds, so that's good. Yeah, status. I know, I know. I fly a lot, so that's what I'm. I'm not going to drive. I fly, so and nonstop. You have to go nonstop, especially from Texas. You're kind of in the middle of everywhere, which is nice. See, I was such a crazy person about getting my status and my miles. I would take layovers just to get more miles. I got the credit card. I got the credit card for my business. So literally, I'm like, oh, so are we talking about business? Are we talking about OnlyFans right now? Dinner? Yeah. So let's talk about OnlyFans. Let's talk about. So it's going to be. Christmas, so we're going to make some Christmas pay-per-views. We're going to it's a holly jolly, yeah. Okay, I'm going to write this one off. You know what I mean? Like, am I going to a place where I'm getting my hair done for OnlyFans? We're going to write that gas off, so. Oh, I, I did the same shit. Yeah, yeah. My accounts, they're like, okay, so what's that? Okay, what's that? Well, it's, it's all <laughs> beauty and services and, you know, whatever I can. Oh, legal. and I write off this. This is. <gasps> no way. This is catering. Oh. Catering for production. Well, no, but also, like, it is. It's a prop. It is actually it's something that you use for your production. Yeah, it's, it's it legitimately is a prop for the show. Mm. Yeah, wonder what I can get up. Why do you think the show's called the Now We Drink? I'm just supporting my own drinking habits. That's really that's great. I support my own plastic surgery habits, my own Botox habits. So you just start a YouTube channel about your Botox journey, and it's all production. Nice. Even I already write it all off, though. It's already written off. Well, okay. Well, you already got covered. But I do want to start a YouTube channel. I'm just trying to figure out on what to do that, you know, of, and have people that edit it and stuff. Because I like to make content, but then I don't want to do anything after that. I don't want to have to put it anywhere, put it together, have to do upload stuff and put it. That's all a whole hassle to me. Oh, believe me. I'm painfully aware. Oh, I'm, yeah. To, uh, editing is everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite task. Yeah. Not only do I edit for other people, I put out a weekly show. Well, it sounds like you did it to yourself, right? You, yeah, it doesn't mean like you at you know kegging on clients saying, "Yo, I can edit for you." Is you know, it sounds well, yeah, like he's complaining, but you know, you kind of like it. No, <laughs> it's like me doing porn and saying, "Like, oh my god, I just get fucked way too much." Oh my god, these guys' dicks are so big. <sighs> no, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> it's not like that. It. Believe me. If this show made enough money where I could pay all my bills on just doing this, I would never touch another person's content in my life. Mm. Well, Clients, it's true. Well, you know, maybe if you show some titties on here, maybe you get I some mean, more. I uh, mean, tits, yeah. tits have been shown on here before. Though. Have they shown? Have they shown? Have they seen tits? Can I, they see? yeah, I mean, see, yep. The, but my tits are nice, though. They are very nice. My tits are nice, though. Does this go on a Patreon? It does, actually. Oh, so they can see it. Yep. But not if they don't have Patreon. Yep. Oh. It will be censored for YouTube. Two things. Oh. So bad that they're censored. They're so great, though. No, I don't, I've, everybody loves them. They're amazing. Like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a showstopper at bars. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are getting boobs. Like, look at mine. You want to see a good example of how they're done? See, I could pull mine out, and they could stay in for YouTube, though. <sighs> That's such fucking discrimination. That's such bullshit. It is. I disagree. And I actually, uh, in Austin, you're legally allowed to be topless. And I had a girl one time that was like, prove it. I need a picture with a cop. And no handcuffs. And I said, consider it done. And it took me a minute, but I found the right opportunity. And I was literally, I had a, a guy with me that I told at the beginning of the night, I said, there's going to be a time where I'm going to see an opportunity to see a police officer and 
I want you to be ready to take a picture. And true enough, <laughs> I saw it off like Sixth Street. It was like on uh, like one of those where they they cordon off like the area. And he was like by himself. And this picture is so fucking epic because this dude, it's, you know, he's got the, I hold the, he's got this face, right? And I'm like, so officer, so I hear that it's legally allowed to be a topless in Austin. And he's like, as long as you have your genitalia and anus covered, it's legally within the parameters of the law or some shit. And I'm like, so I can do this? Pose for picture. And he's like, as long as your genitalia and your anus are covered, it's within the, it's within the confines of the legal state statutes. Just said whatever shit, but just his face. It's so fucking funny. So that picture, yes, has been circulated. So I think... The next one you should go for is being on the back of one of the horses topless. Ooh, then you get real close to assaulting a police officer. <laughs> you well, I mean, you get permission to get on his horse. <laughs> I don't know if I'd get permission for that, but I will try. You should try. I should try, like, officer. So what's it going to take? Well, you take your tits out first. Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> obviously the tits are out. So hoping that they make some decision. And then the, as long as we blur out exactly what county the, you know, the yeah. horse is... You got to blow out the horse's face, is, too. Is, is uh, sheriff at? Is uh, deputized? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, officer. Come on, that would be an epic picture. Do you picture. mind if I ride you topless? Yes, please? Okay. That would be an epic picture. Well, right? I'm, yeah. Epic. All right, consider it done. <laughs> As I'm drinking. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go find. I'll do some work. I'll take some convincing. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try it. Does any police officers want to throw in? Is that like legal? Am I going to be? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if the cop lets you on the horse, you know, I know a girl who actually had like a cousin that was a cop and like let her do an OnlyFans scene. Like they, it was like inside of a garage, right? But and they blow like they covered up the like sheriff's actual you know county and stuff and all the identifying markers. But she did a OnlyFans show as back of the cop car with a real cop car, which. That's risking someone's career right there. Holy shit. No, I mean, he he gave his own consent. Oh, no, no. I mean, he's the one risking his career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, how are they going to find out? People get pissed off at other people and be like, oh, I got the uncensored footage, motherfucker. I think they like, they didn't blur it. They actually like taped it up. They actually covered it like hard. Right. But it was. still, if someone said, if someone will fire you on an anonymous tip to a manager about fake shoplifting, I'm pretty sure the sheriff's department's going to investigate like, hey, I shot this scene in the back of one of your squad cars. It's a good thing. It's just like some nobody that, you know, nobody really fucking likes it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those like not porn girls. So like they're not really going to like make a big like media scene of it. But I think if I did it, I would. Is there any volunteers? Do I have any volunteers, officer? <laughs> will you wish risk your career for me? I promise it'll be worth it. <laughs> like get the cop to go do a full panel test and you know obviously yes full panel with the throat and rectal swabs and then just just get it all done let me see that qr code i love that then just take him from his horse to the bedroom it's really funny when like some like i have people that don't do porn or you know that guys that are trying to hook up with me and i make them do like an std test i tell them to go to talent testing and i show them the whole thing and they're like try to go through their own doctor and it's so fucking awkward because they're like oh yeah so so they didn't have the stuff for like the throat and rectal swabs but i'm getting that like next week and then and it cost me like 450 dollars i'm like 
if you would have gone to talent testing, they would have had it all there, you know, and you would have had it all fucking done. But, and it would have cost you half as much. See, I test through LA County because I'm not a performer, so I don't care about fucking rapid results. I test for free at LA County. The only shit part is if I want to get retested, unless I was actually like came back with something, they won't retest me anytime soon. Oh, yeah. Because they're just like, dude, you were here like, Two weeks ago. I'm like, but yeah. How much fucking have you been doing? Yeah. Basically. Uh, basically. Well, <laughs> uh, How many dudes have you had up your ass? Well, officer. Well, I don't know. There's this night. There was a bunch of tequila. Literally, I, I got chlamydia. He didn't deny it. He's not denying it. Oh. oh no, no. <laughs> sorry. I got chlamydia. Wait, we interrupted that sentence. Keep going. My answer is sorry. But I, I got chlamydia in 2015 like, and got diagnosed from LA County. They gave me the antibiotics. I fucking did the round of antibiotics. I'm like, okay, I'd like to retest. They're like, we gave you the antibiotics. You can just assume you're good. Right, you're, you're good to go. I'm like, you're good. You didn't have any sort of like, you know, super chlamydia or anything. Like, like, you oh, finished your antibiotics, right? You didn't save any for later for your, like, yeah. don't save them for later, guys. Do the full round. We don't want to create super chlamydia. Okay. Right. But it was just like, but I would like to retest. Yeah. yeah. And they were just like, no. So I, I rolled up to TTS and like, did a gold panel. Yeah. No, it's it's nice. I like I like having the gold panel. And it also shows that you're educated and that you uh, are aware of the protocols. Whereas, like, all these dudes are like, oh, yeah, I want to make some content. And, like, they, okay, first of all, like, do you know how to do that? Because I was already with a dude for seven years who did not know how to help with production. And it was a pain in the fucking ass. And I had to always edit all the videos. I had to always do everything, make the gifts, make the trailers. I think he edited one video one time, and he literally never stopped talking about it. He's like, I did that one video. He just, like, couldn't even upload it because he had such shitty Wi-Fi. I, like, I still don't have that video because he couldn't upload it to, like, he, like, only could upload it to OnlyFans. But I'm like, bro, I want a copy for my Dropbox. Like, Wait, you were involved with the guy for seven years, and you couldn't get a file from him? Oh, yeah. So as we broke up and I'm going through all this shit, that's now my responsibility that's, like, on my shoulders. I'm like... No, there's a house that like was in his name that like he literally is absolves himself of responsibility. You know, I'm selling it, so like I'm keeping the proceeds from that fucking sale. Because I've had to deal with like the financial responsibility of like hasn't been making money as a rental property, so I've had to pay out of my own pocket. He hasn't he hasn't even dealt with it, so I'm keeping that 200k. Thanks. Do it. Yeah. No, I actually invested in the real estate market like back in 2019, 2021, back before it blew up. And I got really fortunate because I was like making a lot of money on OnlyFans and then I just bought houses and real estate because and at stocks and, and other investments as well. So so I'm able to kind of I have equity now, so I'm able to take that in. And dude, she's single. <laughs> Currently not looking, but if you're but when I will be looking, I don't know when this episode is gonna air. So better, in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks she may be like, better yeah. have some good credit, bro, because that's the first thing I'm not watching your bank account. What's your credit score? Do you own anything? Do you lease everything? Type shit. Also, are you going to make me be monogamous? Because that's a deal breaker. Is it a deal breaker if it's monogamous off camera? Uh, you know, we just need to be able to talk about it because the traditional life and like, like I understand not, not off camera, but also I want to have off camera sex with people as well. And there's people that I enjoy having sex with that I am not compatible with, but I still want to have sex with them. And as long as it's like within certain parameters and boundaries, you know, as long as it's talked about beforehand, 
Sometimes like they might want to have sex with somebody else. You know what I mean? But like I wanted somebody that's my partner, right? That like we come home at the end of the day and we're building a life together and we're building something. Or I'll build some shit on my own. Who knows? You know? <laughs> I think like, you already have. Well, I mean, that's my <laughs> that's what my dad told us. Like I'm, oh, I was I was like, you know, trying to depend on my ex for and rely on him for stuff and I'm realizing that it's all falling on my shoulders. And he's like he tells me, tells me, I'm gonna give you some advice. Just assume that it all falls on your shoulders. Always. I'm like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> I mean, that's good advice. I has great advice. My dad is fucking great advice. I actually called him yesterday and like people think that all girls in this industry have terrible, you know, daddy issues type shit. I might have some daddy issues when it comes to approval, like because his approval was conditional, his love was not. So I don't have any issues with, you know, I know my fucking dad loves me. He doesn't love what I do. I think at this point he's proud because of what I've made and what I've done with the money and who I've, I have integrity within myself and he knows that, right? Uh, and he, I think he knows that I'm a smart person and that I'm doing this in an intelligent and safe way. He doesn't love, and we don't talk about it, but he's like, I don't know what your financial situation is. Uh, I'm like, so I've got this house. I'm trying to sell this. So what should I do? Da, 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 da. And he's got great fucking advice, man. And I, every time I'm at this fork in the road, you know, I don't have this ex-boyfriend who was giving me, like, his opinion on what he wanted to do, but never, like, his, like, what should we should do for our retirement and what's smart to do. None of that. That was all on me. Does he just lack follow-through or? I think he was just so in his head. He was so, like, terrified of, like, just living in the present fucking moment, you know? And he didn't know him. He lost his sense of himself and his own self-identity when he left his job to come help me. And he just... Never really knew when he was doing a good job because it's really not always a direct correlation. When you're building something or if you're in construction, you know, if he was like a lineman, like he built things. So when he was done building something, he could see that it was finished and that made you feel good. Right. He, he measured twice, cut once. It's less tangible in an industry where you might do something now that might pay off six months from now or it might not. Well, and it's also, it's an industry where... It's subjective. Yes, it's very subjective, and it's not always a direct correlation that you can see a linear correlation. Like sometimes it's over the course of time, you were consistent, and then you start doing well. You're like, what did I do yesterday or last month? No, it's like what you've been doing the past six months. Or, or that, like five years. Even. Or something that's completely out of your control. Like you could do a scene with some newbie male talent today, and it's a good scene and all. But because this dude has no reputation, no one knows who he is, it does okay numbers on OnlyFans. Five years down the road, he's a fucking star, and people come back to that scene and like, oh, shit, that was a super hot scene. And you out of your control. Out of your control, and you get a bunch of money from it. Right, right. So, so really, that was hard for him, and it was hard for him to have a sense of identity when he did not feel good about what he was doing, and his job was to make me happy, right? That's what he thought his job was. And when I wasn't happy, he was, well, why are you upset with me? Sometimes I just want I'm upset, just period. Sometimes I'm pissed off at myself because I can't be on time anywhere. So you know what I mean? Like, there's reasons I'll not have anything to do with you. So, so that was part of it. But really, you know, it's, it's the self-confidence thing. Just be secure in yourself, like, you know. And so we, we separated, and now I'm able to make decisions based on what I want and based on wherever the wind blows me. And it's... <laughs> Because I'm a pretty fucking free spirit. Like I, I'll, I'll try new things and go different places and 
you know. <laughs> Al, you almost showed up to the show in Miami. <laughs> I did. <laughs> like, I mean, where are you located in Miami? Oh, uh, on the, uh, the date. Oh my god. That's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but this industry, I don't know, man. Like they send me these call times, and they're like. Yo, and the, you're gonna be in LA this day, and then like they're gonna be in Vegas this day. I'm like, how am I gonna get to Vegas? Some, you know, I'm gonna be in LA. Like, what? They're like, oh yeah, the shoots in Vegas. Bro, I didn't even have a date on this email. Like, <laughs> like you guys are killing me. Like, you're gonna cause me to have a gray hair type, like more gray. Hair? I don't know. Like, but I, I was just laughing about. it. I'm like, no, no, I'm quite in LA. <laughs> I didn't, you know. And now I ask from now on when I talk to people, I'm like, where are you guys located physically? If I have to show up somewhere, is it going to be in the you know, 500 mile radius? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you're here now. That's made it happen. Right. I made. I, I. I'm here. You got off a plane and directly came here. I'm. I'm impressed about that. I do that actually. I do that. Some, I just. I. Well, fine. I'm less impressed then. I'm, play, well, I. If I do what I say, I'm going to do. You know what I mean? That's important to me. So. Oh yeah. yeah. The last bit of text when you were like, "Oh, I'm running late." Like when your name popped up, I'm like, "Oh shit, is she canceling?" Like, no, I was just like, I don't know if I'll be there exactly by seven, you know. And if I do, I'm not gonna be able to put makeup on because I was not gonna put makeup on in that car driving, which I was really like. In Houston, I would because like the roads are like straighter, right? Not here, no. <laughs> and there's less turns in it. I'm like, okay, I'm going like 70 miles an hour over the next like 20 miles, you know, whereas here it's, and there people are turning left, people are turning right, and there's homeless people trying to, dot, you know. So I was like, I'm going to wait until they get there and make a bond. But no, I, I don't like to cancel. That's what he's been in the industry for a while. Like, it, I always just kind of expect it. Right. I, I was a stripper for a long time. So wrangling those girls to do anything is good luck. Oh, I know. Good oh, luck. I know. But, but in this industry, and what what I'm doing with OnlyFans, is it's really difficult if you don't have consistency. If you're not a fucking adult sometimes in your life, you know, then it's not really you're not really going to either be successful or going to be able to maintain that success. I wholeheartedly agree, but I have to plan my schedule around that. People are not going to necessarily be adults and not necessarily be professional. Yeah, that's why I keep multiple episodes in the can. It's like smart. Well, because you know you're demographic that you're working with yeah, yeah so that's you have to measure measure twice cut once so you know. oh, it's something i've done since the show launched in 2016 there's always been three to five episodes in the can always yeah like, I, I start to like get nervous and panicky when i don't have three have. like if i'm down to like yeah. oh shit i only have next week's episode uh 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 uh, uh yeah uh, i get that stacking content is really important so um i really do i i cannot believe i finished this I'm. I'm gonna have to have another one. Yeah. You want another one? Yes, I do want another one. Okay. Are you? All, can we? Can I have another one? Would you like another? Yes, one? I would like another one. Okay. <laughs> You're an adult. Yes, you may have another one. Can you make it for me? I, I don't guess. Know. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I, can I show my tits? Yeah. Can I? Can I please? Can I please? <laughs> it's not gonna work on you. I know that. Your tits are not required. Just for asking me. nicely. Can I ask nicely? Yeah. <laughs> I already agreed to it. I literally already agreed to this. I'm like, I literally already said, I will happily make you another one. Like, Can I show you my tits? I'm like, I won't say no to that, but <laughs> it is not required. If anything, uh, you're costing me more post work if I have to. <laughs> Once again, I won't. I have to no. blur it again. Right. Oh my God, I had to blur out all of your tits and your cuss words. No, the t- cuss words don't get blurred. Cuss words are fine. Cuss words are fine. Profanity. Violence, that's okay in America. Tits? No, nudity. 
You are in Texas, bitch. If you need an abortion, go to another state. Fuck, <laughs> thank God. Uh, that one thing, like, not like I think abortions are cool. I don't think that. And if I would have one, that's a whole different story. I think depending on who's getting them. But, like, bro, like, you know, and people are in fucked up positions and they don't necessarily, I, like, I literally, like, yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things that, like, there's certain limits where you can, where it's okay to, like, it's just, there should be more post-birth care. You know, if you're going to make people have babies, give them some resources after the child is born to take care of that child. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, I just don't think we should force people to have babies that don't want them. Or don't aren't in the position where that child would be having the best possible opportunities in life. That would probably be 75% of the people having children. You ever hear that um, as a Harvey Danger? It's only stupid people are breeding. Yeah, like Paul Sitter. Yep, yep. <laughs> For showing our More age. Than your boy. Just Running up the flagpole and seeing it. It looks. It never yet. We're 100% um, showing our age on that, <laughs> on that song. But, you know, it's not wrong. They're not wrong, bro. That's why I got a it's vasectomy. It's so fucking relevant. <laughs> why I got a vasectomy. Idiocracy <sighs> was a... Was a documentary bro i know my judge is so how does that man see the future i actually gave luke wilson a lap dance twice two separate occasions i don't know if he would remember he was really drunk the first time but the second time maybe probably not should dm slide like you want to join my only fans i do love that where like i'm on like twitter now where i'm like i'll like at somebody like they're like who's your childhood crush and i was like at Devin saw, and then he liked the post. I was like, oh, yes, like knows who I am. Well, at this point, you're more famous than he is. <laughs> I know. I follow his Twitter. And I'm like, bro, you're like dad life, hashtag dad life. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I met Riley Reed. He's like, I'm at the grocery store. I'm like, my wife doesn't want me to get this. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, you seem cool. I, I'm sure his wife would not approve of you. <laughs> Odd unicorn. <laughs> so I'm sure the wife would approve after I gave her a lap dance. You forget. That is my specialty. As long as you're not Luke Wilson, apparently he forgets. Well, I don't know. Let's see. Maybe the third time's a charm. <laughs> uh, should that mention, like, Luke, you want a third one? I should. I should. Actually, at this point. Like, what has he done lately? I don't know, man. There's not a whole lot. I, well, he did roadies a couple of years ago. I don't know, Matthew McConaughey is in Austin, so, you know, I actually know a girl that, like, uh, didn't meet him, but she was running on the same trail as he was running. Apparently, it's just a motherfucker's fast, because she was, like, going top speed, trying to, like, keep up with them, and then she just fell off. She couldn't, like, he, apparently, it's a really... Yeah, he could pay for really good personal trainers. I'm sure he is in great shape. Yeah, apparently his wedding, I heard his wedding was off the fucking hook, like, where he had, like, the best restaurants in Austin, and they had, like, these 24-hour, you could go to any tent and, like, go get, like, Lambert's barbecue and go get fucking, like, I don't remember some of the other restaurants that were there, but, like, I have a lot of food, so... Hold that thought. I had to make you a drink. There's no food, is there? I mean, there is some food. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take the drink. Okay. We're going to pause for one moment while I get you a drink. Time out. This time. And we're actually back. <laughs> and we're back. I saw I saw that there was a like a meme on Instagram that was like like for all you like motherfuckers who don't want kids, you'll sure be all hitting it raw. Like loving their cream pies, but then like, ooh, babies, no. Don't want to be a daddy. Oh, I'm a piece of shit. Like I've cream pied a lot of people in my life. 
before the vasectomy. <laughs> Just rolling the dice. I, I joked about this. I'm like, I probably should have gotten a fertility test before the vasectomy because I've never had a scare. There's a very certain small window of time that women can be pregnant, but also it is funny how people just, and they never ask. So I can creep by and they're like, are you on anything? Can are you, you know, like they never ask. They never really give a shit that much when their balls are that full. They don't really care. Generally the question is, can I come in you? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they don't really go any further than that. So the assumption, the assumption is you don't want to be tied to me for the rest of your life. You're hoping. Oh, no, no. You're, I mean, you're, you're hoping that they're smart enough to, I mean, now that there's all kind of like, there's kind of apps out there. Like I have the aura ring, which will like, if I'm actually going to get lectured probably tonight, it's going to be like something kept your heart rate up last night. Literally alcohol will jack up my heart rate. Like, Oh, I, I thought it was me. That, I mean, obviously I came straight here from LAX airport. Obviously the Matt Slayer, you gave me your phone number. So <laughs> you did DM slide me first. I did. I did. I did. I DM slide a lot. Like, yo. Oh, wow. Way to make me feel special. Uh, but not everybody responds. So. Oh, cool. So you are special. <laughs> I'm special to you because I actually respond. <laughs> I don't DM slide that many, that many random ass people. No. I don't think I'm random. Not, no, not random. That's what I'm saying. I don't like DM slide random people. It's like definitely for like an intention, like, can we collab together? Is it mutually beneficial for both of us to, like, interact and create some sort of content in some form that we're bringing out to the universe and maybe somebody thinks it's interesting? Who fucking knows? I don't know. I don't. I guarantee at least two people will think this is interesting. Maybe maybe three. My maybe. mom My mom will definitely. <laughs> my mom's amazing. She's great. Like, they're, my parents are divorced, but my, uh, my mom just... You know how the unconditional, like, love, but the not conditional support, like, the not conditional approval came from my dad? My mom, unconditional support, unconditional love, and it just the, the bluest, bright eyes you'll ever fucking see. And she's great. Whenever she found out that I was doing Snapchat Premium, which I was not showing my face, right? For the first three years of, of online sex work, I didn't show my face. I was a faceless creator because, you know, my ex didn't really want me to do it, period. I, I do want to circle back to that real quick. What was the discussion when you decided that you were going to get into online sex work while you're with this dude? Uh, so I was had just started to be with him, and my um, I was working for my dad, and I wasn't being paid very much. Like I'm talking twelve fifty an hour for like I was fucking thirty something years old, like living in Houston in twenty sixteen. You know, so that's a poverty wage. I know, right? And I wasn't, I couldn't live with him because we just weren't. We didn't vibe, right? Like, so I was like staying at this gay dude's house that smelled like prison, it smelled like uh, BO and like piss a little bit, you know? And he blamed his old roommate, but it came from his room and it didn't go away when I moved in. And it didn't have like Wi Fi. And uh, oh my God, it was. You didn't I didn't bring enough quarters. I was living a. Oh my God. <laughs> that. <laughs> That fucking place. Yeah. I told my brother, like, don't ever fucking go back to prison because I'm not, I'm not visiting you. I'm not doing it. I'm not driving all the way to Bull Verde fucking so I can go visit this, yeah, search your car and shit. I had to, like, not, I couldn't bring weed. I had to, you know, like, they would search your car to make sure, I don't know what, your car doesn't have fucking drugs in it. I don't know. Uh, it's different minimum and maximum. And then you have to go through this whole thing where you're, like, 
they treat you like you're a criminal. And I'm like, I, 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 I feel like I was going to get in trouble. I felt like I was, the whole time I felt like I was going to get in trouble. And he's like, no, if anything, I'll get in trouble. And then I felt guilty. So I was like, I don't want him to get in trouble for me being a dumbass and just like they like raise your hand when you're supposed to go to the vending machines. And sometimes you just get up and go to the vending machines and like, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And I'm like, oh my God. And then, you know, my brother's pale as shit because like there's no vitamin D. They get like, you know what I mean? In that place, there's, they like go out to wreck before sunrise and come out. And that's just some of the stories I've heard. I totally derailed you on talking about your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so you had me on. How much vodka is this? I didn't measure it. Light, he says. Light, he says. Do you see this? Do you see this table? What relative? Subjectively. Subjectively, yeah. Like half the glass is not vodka. It's a big fucking glass. Right. If I was pouring for myself, half that glass would be vodka. <sighs> so we were talking about what? <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about like how you broke it to the dude you were with. Like that you were like, I'm getting. Okay. Yeah. So back in. Back in uh, 2016, we just kind of started dating, and he lives in a different place, and I was, like, trying to live, like, at this cheap-as-fuck gay dude's house, which... How'd you two meet? I was online. I was on, like, Craigslist and shit, and it was... You met a dude, the gay dude or... Oh, no, no, that... I sold... I actually was selling insurance um, door-to-door, like, kind of like AFLAC. It was kind of like cancer insurance, which I loved... I'm not cancer all day. Hated that part. Like, I like talking to people, and I was good at this internship in college where I sold, like, books, you know, like, educational books. Like, you know why flamingos are pink? Because they eat salmon? They eat shrimp. And the shrimp eat algae, and the algae turns them pink. And I love when people say, because God made them that way. Like, no, bitch. Actually, God made them gray. And then they eat shrimp, and then they turn pink. <laughs> I want to eat so many shrimp that I turn pink. <laughs> Fucking like own a Christian. I mean, I love Christians. I love good Christians. You know what I mean. But God did not make them that way. God made them gray. So, uh, so basically, I was doing this internship. Met my ex boyfriend's dad, and then got connected with him. And he was like, hey, "You just his dad set you up." Uh, you know, his dad did not set us up. He's like, you got to meet my son. He's, he's the young, he was so proud of him. He's the youngest lineman in the Canada. You know, and he was one of like the top ca- of that county in that area. He was like one of the top catches. I had the best job, and you know, but that was, you know, it was very country, very rural, right? Very never left his hometown. And I think he loved the idea of me because I'm a free spirit and people love the idea of being with the free spirit, but actually being with the free spirit and I yo-yo the fuck around, you have to be self-confident. You cannot be doubting. I'd go to a gay bar and talk to gay dudes and he'd be upset with me. Cause like I was talking to other dudes. I'm like, they were like, talk to me about like poppers and how it makes their assholes better where they can get fucked in the ass better. Like they're not trying to hit on me, but it makes you insecure. But even if they were trying to hit on you, like, Trust yourself. I occasionally date performers. And it's just one of those things where like, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what you're doing at work. It's what happens when you come home that matters. Like, I'd Also, if you're a social person and you're just talking to people in a social setting, like that should not be something that threatens people. But anyway, so I was not making shit for money. And I had a friend that was doing Snapchat Premium. She kind of told me a little bit about it. So I kind of got in that world a little bit and started putting out like it and you know, a menu of options that people could buy that my premium, even though I didn't have a premium yet. So, and I think my ex knew I was like dabbling with it, you know? So 
there's a Wednesday. I don't get paid till Friday. And I know I have a bill coming through on Thursday. And I know my bank account is going to overdraw because I was getting like $800 every two fucking weeks. So I happened to get three people that paid for my Snapchat premium that day. They Two of them paid with Google Pay and one paid through another payment, pro- payment processor. And the two that paid with Google Pay went through immediately, covered my bill. And I had a choice. I can either give the money back or I can show some naked shit online. I'm not giving the fucking money back. So I didn't even have any fucking content at the time. I had some old sex tapes from an old ex. And apparently my somehow my ex-boyfriend had, or my the boyfriend at the time, had access to my premium. I think I made him, gave it to him. Like, it was like, no, no worries. It's fine. I don't know. I don't know. But so I put some old ass sex tapes on there, like some other dude fucking me. And apparently like, he got really butthurt about it. I could but, see that. I could. I, yeah, I was like, I didn't have anything else, dude. I'm just, uh, you know, I like made some content the next day, but I was like, uh, I need to put something on there now. So, uh, so that's how he found out about it. And then at that point, like he was not in really a position to tell me no, you know? That's wild to me that like that fresh in the relationship, if you were going outside of his comfort zone, that he stuck around. Oh, yeah. No, he did. And he started, he loved making content with me. And there would be a time where I would pick up the phone. And he'd be like, oh, it's fucking time. Yeah. And we'd fuck on the chair. We'd broke a chair fucking. You know what I mean? Like, we fucked, like, multiple times in a day. And it was always very raw and organic and guerrilla style, you know? And, like, he didn't like the, any type of production type of when I, like, was like, we're going to do a Halloween where you're in a Pikachu, because I was really into Pokemon at the time. <laughs> you're in a Pikachu outfit, and I'm in this, because I was Aquarius at the time, because I didn't. Are you stopping Aquarius? Uh, I'm still an Aquarius, but that's not my fucking name, because try, type it. If you can spell it, which, let's be honest, Okay, if you can spell it, type it in a fucking browser. Type it on your phone. Type it real fast and see if you can get it right. I can type it. I can spell it. I won a spelling bee when I was in seventh grade. I'm good at spelling. I can't type it. I cannot A-Q-U-A. And it fucks up. I blend the vodka on that. No, try it. It's just not. It's, it's A-Q-U-A-R-U-S. It's just too many fucking letters, and people always fuck it up, and it's terrible to spell it's terrible to write. It's great to say it as a strip club. Oh, Aquarius. Yeah, it's great. You should do that song. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. So you should dance to that song. This is the dawning of the age of... It's like a hippie 60s song. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm aware of it. Are you fucking kidding me? People would say that to me. Like, they're, like, clever. Like, you've never heard that one before. Like, oh, yeah, this uh, is so funny. Does you have $20? So original. $20, please. So basically, at that point, like, my ex was... a. We started doing Snapchat together. He was okay with it as long as I didn't show my face. Sort of okay. He wasn't really ever okay with it. He never liked the attention that these, this, this, not even the guys, but that it had from me. And I was always kind of just dragging him into like making more and more money with it, you know? And then he helped me with it. You know, he helped me with things of it but it was always me having to tell him what to do and ask him to kind of drag him kicking and screaming for the first year he was you know moved out to like because i moved from east texas to central texas and he could have done anything he wanted like i I supported him not helping me in the business but then after a year of him not pursuing anything i was like you gotta fucking help me now you know so um but after that now I just feel like I don't have that like limitation of like 
because you never want to do, do anything social. I remember getting invited like to, like a couple of years ago to Tucci Cash's like Halloween party. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to go. I'm looking up lights. And he's like, eh. like okay, so you know. Some people ain't built for this shit. I know. He, he wanted a different life. He literally told me, he's like, I want to take a year off of traveling with you to work on myself. And I'm like, bro, I, I go to like fucking L.A., Miami, fucking Vegas. I got Flagstaff, fucking Seattle. I go to like. Fun Nashville, like I go to fun places, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, take a year off by yourself because I'm not like, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to be with somebody who's not happy in this life. Like he just wasn't happy. It sounds like he should have never signed up in the first place. Type shit. Yeah. Dudes. He liked me when I was like, I had a garden and chickens, but that was never me. That was a face. That was a face. Right? Right. Like, don't try to be with somebody because you, and he just didn't want to quit, I guess. He didn't want to give up on the relationship, and it was a matter of pride for him. But he wasn't happy. And just don't I mean, does he, be a, was he just like, I, in the back of his head, like, I can't do better. He just loved me. And, you know, and he just lost sight of himself. And he didn't, he learned a lot. Like, he didn't like know himself very well or his emotions or what things meant. He drank a lot when he first started and now he's like much more like mature and wise and he knows he belongs in the country and I belong in the city and I belong in a most faster paced life. And and now I've learned to recognize those signs of somebody who says that they want these things, but doesn't actually. Oh yeah. Cause we as dudes were like, Oh, pretty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're totally in like totally. in, And that's one of the, Few things I really appreciate about being older now is because in my twenties I definitely pursued people I had no business pursuing because I'm like they're hot. The compatibility is really important. Oh, it is. It super duper is. Like I will definitely have orgasms with people that I am not compatible oh, with. Absolutely no. For there was like an ex boyfriend of mine that I had idolized and I thought he was the hottest thing on earth, and then he like recently you know came out as like like non monogamous, and then we like kind of like. You know, he came over to my house and stuff. And then, like, we, like, hung out. And, like, I was kind of like, damn, you're kind of, like, you're hot and shit. And, like, sex is fun. But you're kind of lame. Like, you like want to go to bed at 1030? Like, it's Saturday night. Like, like you know, like, you want to do some shit? Like, did, no? Just want to watch a movie? Like, and then he woke up at, like, 7 a.m. And I was, like, I like, had stayed up and I had some work to do. And I, like, think I went to bed, like, Thirty or some shit, right? And I slept until nine. I like wake up and he's like, he says my name. I'm like, so when I wake up and my dog has to get, so I just get out of bed. He's like, you don't have to get out of bed. I'm like, I'm good. I'm whatever because I'm a morning person. And I'm like, how long have you been awake? He's like, two hours. But is he just in bed staring at you like, for two hours? Like, and I told him I was like, yo, you can wake me up. Like, you can stick your dick inside. You're like, you like, you can wake me up with morning sex. Like, you have consent, right? Like, let's. I want to. I like to fuck in the morning. I literally explicitly told him this. And then he like wakes me up fully dressed, covering over me, like bags packed. And I'm like, how long, what have you been doing for two hours, bro? Like you could have had, you could have woken me up, like touching me. And I would have been like, yeah. And he's like, well, I didn't want to do that. I'm like, I gave, I told you to specifically to do that. And like, what did you? Bro, it's like, you, you and, definitely could have had at least two orgasms. That have you like, been like watching, like sitting in bed? What have you been like, just being tiptoeing around the house like did you go through my shit like what of my stuff did you look at like you know what i mean like 
like lame, man. Like fucking wake me up with sex or like stay up a little bit longer. If I understand if you want to be sort of your sleep ritual at 12, 1030 at night on a Saturday, like after Thanksgiving, bro, like this is like, this happened like a week and a half ago, like a week and a half. I got tested so I could fuck him, which was cool. You know, I didn't want another sex round because I'm used to guys lasting a little bit longer now. So (laughs) no shade, no shade, but like, you know, I'm like, okay, that's, you know, two and a half positions. A half is being generous. But like, no, and I used to be like, hey, I used to fucking idolize this dude. I'm like, man, we are not compatible at all. Like, I want to stay up and fucking watch a movie. You know what I mean? Like, he came over at like seven or did we didn't even eat after that. Like, it was just like, just want to sit here in the quiet. Like, I put some music on. But it was just like, man, you are... All right, cool. What I used to think was hot, you know, just not anymore. You know, like I want somebody, you know, bless his heart, we're at different places in our lives. And I'm like, so where does this go from here? He's like, I don't think we're compatible. I'm like, oh. And then now I see it. At least he was mature enough to admit it. Oh, for sure. No. And I like, I I think he's a great guy. I think he's awesome. But now I'm like, damn, like we, nope. You know, and I used to think that like, I loved this guy and I wanted to be with him. And now I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I definitely would fuck him again, but you know, fuck him again. Be like, but did you rub one out earlier, dude? So you could last a little longer. Yeah, or at least if I say like I enjoy morning sex, and you can wake me up by sticking your dick inside of me, do that, or like at least like touch me. Right. When would you be mad if he like woke you up by going down on you? Or if he just woke me up and just tried to cuddle and just rubbed his hard dick on me, I'd be like, oh yo, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, but there was nothing. It was just. Justine. <laughs> like, he said my real name. And he's like, Justine. I'm like, what? And I'm like instantly awake, right? <laughs> just, and, my, and my dog needs to get fed. So I'm like, whatever. I hop out of bed. He's like, you don't need to get up. But you can take some time. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm up now. It's like, do you want some coffee? He's like, no, I've been up. Like, for how long? He's like, this is seven. Yeah, like. For two hours? <laughs> like, okay. At least you found out early. Right. No, I'm like, okay, cool. All right. You know, so I want somebody who is less uptight, I guess, you know, whatever. But like, you know, I have a very young soul, right? So it's funny because I like, there's people that are old souls. What do you think of single fathers? As long as they're not deadbeat single fathers, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I respect a man that's got his shit together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and takes care. And I like kids, like. I'm really a well, professional aunt, so like I, I got a buddy in Austin. You know, he's a writer. Oh, oh, oh! I got someone in mind. <laughs> oh, shit. One of my best friends is in Austin. Oh, can he handle? He, can he handle the? I think he can. <laughs> that's a, that's saying a lot. All right. Like, well, he's he's very rock and roll. He's you know, he's a he's a professional writer. His kids don't live with him. Like, his kids live with the mother, but he d- does have them pretty regularly. Yeah. Like, he's involved with this kid's life. He's very much like, I'm still in Austin because my kids are here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he's a really good dude. He's one of my best friends. Like, yeah, I'll make some introductions. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm always down to meet and hang out with people. Uh, yeah. I'm not looking for anything right now. Oh, oh. But never say never. Never know. Yeah. Never know. Never know. I'll put you two in touch. Like, do you like stand-up comedy? Some t- if it's good. Uh, I can't promise that all the stand-up in Austin's good. Yeah, you know I do like comedy, so I'm gonna okay. But can you handle going to a stand-up comedy show with me? Is <laughs> the question. 
Why, do you heckle people? No, I'm just, I'm telling you, when I come into a social situation, I'm the kind of person that draws attention unintentionally or intentionally. But like, so my brother hates, like, hates going to like, he's gotten used to it, right? Uh, I've got four brothers, but this is the one in particular. He's like, and I've been to comedy shows where people have been like, did you know that you either laugh before the joke or way too long after the joke and never when anybody else is laughing. So I'm the kind of person where if I know it's going to be funny, I start laughing even comments like I haven't even said it yet. Like you're and then like when everybody else has laughed and then I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> and I'll start and it's like he was you're supposed to start the new one, right? It's like you you just you just now got it. So I as long as he's okay with being in a theater with the one person that everybody is like, then you know we're cool, man. I, I think he'll, I think he'll be down. Like, <laughs> so I'm just enjoying the moment, and I just I can't help myself. But like, I remember I went to the movies, and my little nephew was like, "She's being, re- she's laughing really loud. Like nobody else is laughing." And my brother brother was like, "Yeah, so now you know what it's like when people talk. Like when you talk, when we're trying to watch a movie, he's like, oh yeah, that's bad." I don't want to do that. I'm like, you use me as an example of what not to do. I get that. I get it. I get it. <laughs> do I love it? Yeah. I get it. You know. I'll make the introduction. Then, you know, I no hard feelings if like, you know, it doesn't like I won't be upset if it doesn't work out either way. Cry me a river. Maybe I'll write some good music about it. Yeah. This crazy this crazy bitch and she fucks so good I'm on top of it. You know that song? You all that. I don't remember the words. You get me right on. I remember this girl, Busty Boom Boom Dusty, used to stand to that because she had, she was like a, that and like hot for teacher, right? Because she had these little glasses and she was, looked like a, like a MILF. She would be a total MILF back in the day when that was before MILFs got stupid in, you know, trend. Crazy bitch. She fucks so. That's all I remember about that song. But yeah, That's Busty all- Boom Boom Dusty. That's all anyone remembers of Buckcherry. It's fine. Oh, scratches all down my back. There's something right out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's all Buckcherry. We're going to forgive everybody. We're not going to, like, do my singing on this show. Nobody wants that. You know, whenever I'm, like, going live on my OnlyFans and people don't tip, I'm like, I'll start, like, doing karaoke. I'm like, I'm going to keep singing until somebody starts tipping. And then they'll don't tip. I'm like, bros, really? Really? That's what they want. You don't want me to? All right, I'm going to stop karaoke then. Put some clothes back on, motherfuckers. <laughs> Whatever. You want to see me clothed doing karaoke? All right. I mean, I'm okay with it because that's less post work for me. <laughs> I mean, like, and sometimes I'll have my little sweet tea vodka that I was telling you about. You know, that, that stuff. It's dangerous. <laughs> two hours into a live. I'm like, cool. Apparently be, mules are a little dangerous, they'll too. Be tipping me. They'll be tipping me to take shots. They're like, oh, I want more shots, Justine. I'm like, you don't want me to, like, get naked? They're like, no, more shots because you are fucking crazy. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll do crazy shit. Like, I'll squirt, like, six times and, like, alive and some shit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, like, super hydrated. Yep. Please don't hear. No, I I normally try to warn people before it happens. Um, <laughs> there's a scene I did recently where I didn't warn anybody because I wasn't expecting it, but I was just like felt it coming. I was like, oh yeah, so I squirted. It's like the fucking male, the talent was laying there, and I got it in his eyes. 
Like it's, so he's like, I'm like, oh, sorry. And I'm like, keep going with the scene because they don't cut, right? Like you just keep going. And they're like, bro, you just told us you were going to warn us. I'm like, okay. And then the next day I shot for the same company. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to, because I took my vitamins. And whenever I take my vitamins and my, my squirt comes out like super fucking yellow for like six hours, right? Like it's a whole, like I take a lot of vitamins. So this was a long ass shoot day. It ended up being a 10 hour fucking day. So I'm like, I'm not going to be able to squirt, but I'm drinking water all day. And then at the very end of it, the bro, he's like, oh, I knew you were going to be able to. So I'm like, I'm going to squirt guys in three, two, one. So they have time to like pull the cameras back and like not like get, because they're like, they're like, I use my waterproof camera for this one. Right. Um, like I, I fear for my cameras. Like, I mean, I'm not going to trust. I'm just not going to, there's nothing happening right here. But I, I, if I, if you wanted me to, I could 30 seconds, I could do it. You need to put the waterproof bags, but I have to have the waterproof stuff. I mean, I'm always like the first time I ever squirted, like with my ex, was like on the boat because I was like, oh, yeah, I can pee here. I can get this wet. It's supposed to be, it's just, it's a boat. So it's have water on it. So it's fine. I've never really wanted to do it in the bed because then you have to fucking sleep in it. Right. But the first time I did it, I was like, oh, I got, and he's like, did you squirt on me? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, cool. Right, so, so that's when it's fun. But you have, but you have to. Nobody wants to fucking ruin it. I have a nice house mattress. I'm an adult. (laughs) I'm bougie as fuck, so I have, I have a nice house mattress. Well, this is why, like, I let people do it in their own bed, and then it's just like, oh yeah, I'm out. Like, this is your problem later. Waterproof mattress topper, no big deal. Yeah, you know, or just don't do it in the bed. Do it on somewhere else. Well, that that is also an answer. Yeah. But also, just at someone else's property. It's just- yeah. Throw some towels down if you know it's going to happen ahead of time, right? There's actually like a scene that I did where they had this waterproof mattress topper, and like I got making this girl squirt, and like basically like just like anytime there's an indention in the mattress, like all the fucking squirt would pool, right? So it was like. We're like, hold on a second, we gotta move because I'm like drowning over here. <laughs> it's like your fucking liquids. You're like waterboarding her and fucking. Oh, yeah. And then I ended up doing a scene where I squirted, like, I they lost count. There was a squirt counter. They did like a little counter on it. And I think it was, it's this 13, 14. I can't remember. It was something like that. How did you not die of dehydration? I, first of all, Drank a fuck ton of water, and then every t- every time we stopped, I was like, "Can I have another bottle?" And I didn't know when I'd still get to stop again, so I would just chug the whole thing, right? And like, I I'm, I drink a lot of water. I'm very hydrated. I work out. I do CrossFit, right? And I do like IVs and stuff like that. So I'm the kind of person that like, and I know how long it takes for my body to process a bottle. It takes forty minutes approximately for me to get a bottle of water from here to here. So. So I know, like, if I'm, like, dehydrated or whatever, I'm like, okay, well, if you give me a bottle of water in 40 minutes, and then it happened to be, like, an hour and a half that we, like, you know, we're stopping and starting, and then I puked on the dude's dick, and then I squirted on his dick, and then all the stuff happened, you know, <laughs> like, I this there, pumpkin muffin, oh, my God, never again. Why, like, I'm, like, fucking lose weight when I go out, like, do these scenes and shit, because they're like, why are you so skinny? I'm like, because I didn't eat, because I didn't know when I was going to be sucking dick next, like, because I, you can't be, like, one time, pumpkin muffin, never again. Fucking trauma. I'm tra- traumatized. I'm puking on the dick. Dude, I didn't even want the pumpkin muffin. I was peer pressured into drinking, into eating it, because I normally, like, know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat some breakfast, and I have a couple hours, and if there's anything that hits my gag reflex, it's not going to come up. So I was at this... 
filling out paperwork. And there's a pumpkin muffin. It's like, you know, around that time of the year with pumpkin, everything. And the camera girl's like, oh, you can have it. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. She's like, no, you can have it. You can have a little whatever. I'm, not, I'm like, no, I'm good. She's like, no, no, have it. You can have it. I'm like, okay, fuck it, whatever. I'll eat it. And so you can have as much as you want. I don't eat it. Okay. So then fucking 35 minutes later, I'm like going like this, like, and it just hits the back of my throat and it's just like, comes right out. Orange. And she, I'm just like, motherfuck. Like, I didn't even want that fucking muffin. I didn't even want it. I was peer pressured into it. So now from now on, I'm really cognizant of what I put in my body before a scene. But sometimes there's different companies that have different ways that they work. So sometimes I'm on set and it's like, bro, the fucking's not going to happen until hour eight. Okay, so you should have eaten. But then sometimes I might get there and they're like, okay, wham, bam, thank you. Dick in the, dick in the mouth. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Uh, okay, cool. Right? So, uh, you know, you never know. So if you end up like doing that much, you know, and then I don't fucking eat. I'm like, mother, 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, give me a burger. I need food, you know. See, I miss working on crews that were like, oh, it's lunch. We're wrapping. Dude, motherfuckers, there's no food on porn sets. First of all, strike can we strike for food on food? Oh, it depends on who you work for. You work for fucking MindGeek, there's food. I want food. You I work- want food. There was one time the director had like gotten food and it was like after the set, right? Like, and he'd gotten just like a smorgasbord of shit because he doesn't like eating if in front of other people that aren't eating, right? So he just got a bunch of shit. And he's like, you guys want some? And I'm like, yes. And I, and I literally take some of everything. And I'm like, you sure? Cool. And then like, I like, 45 minutes. I'm like, can I have some to go? Yeah, I'm, cool. Yeah. I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch that will eat, you know? Well, you need to get on a mind geek set because, like, is that browsers, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. doing a browsers scene actually next week in Vegas. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. You'll get fed. Yes. Like, when I was PA for last time I PA'd for mind geek, like, literally part of my responsibility was walking around the, you know, the Uber Eats app and get ordering everybody Dude, lunch. I just need to know. T minus dick, right? I need to know time until dick goes in my mouth. Like time until dick goes in there, right? So if I have an hour and a half, you know, an hour plus two hours of T minus dick in the throat, like please feed me, motherfuckers. Do you want my do you want my ass to get smaller? Fucking nobody wants that. Nobody wants nobody that. Nobody wants that. No, no. So feed this bitch. This gives the T minus. I need to know when the dick's going in so that I can not have any sort of repercussions. I agree. Yeah, I wholeheartedly. Yeah, agree. even though they don't mind, like they're they're sort of like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Is he okay?" I just threw up on his. Dick. Is he okay? They're like we have to ask him. I'm like, I'm fine. Like you should have gave me the pumpkin muffin, motherfuckers. I'm I'm sure if he's male talent, he's fine. Oh no, he was. They're like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good. I've done this before, <laughs> motherfuckers." <laughs> yeah, See, that's why male talent's built differently. If someone puked on my dick, I'd be out. I'd be like, "Okay, I, I that erection's not happening again." Oh, he had no problem. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. No. That's why male talent's built different. Yeah. Poop on my dick, I can keep going. Puke on my dick, there's just something that's like, nah. It was just a weird, like, I was literally, like, I was like this, like, and he just hit this part. You couldn't even see it on the camera because of the way the angle was. And I'm, it was a weird-ass fucking angle. It was great because you could see everything, right? But not so great for where the dick hit the back of my throat. So, um, yeah, so white Gatorade from now on. Yeah, it does not taste like bile. It tastes like white Gatorade. It's great. Love it. Perfect. Yeah, but then I ended up, like, losing weight because, like, 
like I was on some team skeet <laughs> where I'm like, so it's nine hours later, like the fucking happens at hour eight fifteen, you know. Was it heavy dialogue or just so good thing I can memorize shit, right? Because I'm a fucking nerd. And like <laughs> the other talent were there, and I'm like the big it was there was one. You guys know it's acting, right? Do you guys know I'm not really like this? There was one that straight up I was like. So I, so I gaslight you and then manipulate you into letting me fuck you, okay? <laughs> like, this is a predatory as fuck. Like, I am like, so what kind of MILF am I today? You're the predator MILF. You're the one that's like, you want my son, don't you? This is the only way. And I had these lines where I was like breaking the fourth wall and going to like camera and then going back. And I loved it. I fucking love the acting part. I'm like sitting there memorizing my lines and they're like, oh, do you need... Us to feed them to you. I'm like, I got it. They're like, this, this and this, this and this, this. They're like, did you just, did you look at the? I'm like, no, I got it, I got it. Like, I, I love being the center of attention. I love, like, the acting part. You know, I've always wanted to be an actress, so here I am. And so there was a heavy dialogue where, like, the other talent was like, we like, we don't say anything. And they're like, I'm like, how much of this do I have to be word? Like, does this have to be verbatim? And they're like, as close to word for word as possible. So I'm like. Okay, okay, here we go. So, and I fucking nailed it. And it was so fun, man. It was like, I knew the scenes better than the fucking directors. I'm like, no, it says we have to go here, we have to go this and this. And they're like, okay. It's great. I love it. I loved it. And I loved feeling like I knew what I was doing just after like 15 fucking scenes in the industry. I'm like, I feel like I'm like still new, but I feel like my learning curve is pretty. The acting part on this isn't rocket surgery. You'd be surprised, like, that it's, I mean, it's not easy to, like, have this cue and to be able to, like, be emphatic and to be able to, like, it's not easy. It's not rocket science, but, like, but it also takes, you have to give a shit. Well, yeah, that's important. You know, and from what I've heard from, the, like, you know, the the people that I worked with, they were happy with the fact that I was, like, able to you know, get the lines, even though they only give them to me like the night before. You if know? you're lucky. Yeah. No, I wouldn't look at them until the day of. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, oh, no, I, I, how many lines do I have? You guys like, don't say anything. They're like, no, I'll, I'll, we don't say anything at all. Like my two male and female. I'm like, all right, here we go. I love being the center of attention. So let's do it. I've done a bunch of non-sex performances over the years. And it's just like almost every time, even if I've been given my dialogue the night before, it has changed by the time I've showed up on set. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, for sure they change stuff too, but it's, but it's funny because I like memorizing stuff. I'm a nerd, so I like that part. But I do like the acting part of it because it's fun for me. It's it's more. It's not like lying. It's like, it's like everybody's multifaceted. We all are multifaceted human beings. Everybody has parts of themselves that that are just not their main character, but it's still a, a part of themselves, right? So for me. This Justine Jacobs, this, you know, hyper, this sexual MILF type of person. It's more of a, a facet of myself that I lean into. It's not fake. It's, it's still who I am. I just lean into it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cheers. I'm empty. Let me refill. I can't, I can't cheers you on an empty glass. No. I'm sitting here. <laughs> Did you ever hear drunk as who shit the floor? I'm not that drunk. But I'm definitely one, maybe a quarter sheet to the wind. Excellent. For someone who's like, I'm not going to drink tonight. 
I said I don't normally dress. I said I don't really like to drink. I don't usually drink. But after today and fucking, I have really bad travel anxiety. Like I have like, especially with this industry when they're like, just bring a bunch of bright colors and a bunch of heels and stilettos and ankle bracelets. Is it 2006? Who has a fucking ankle bracelet now? I don't have ankle bracelets. Bring costume jewelry. I'm like, I don't have, okay, cool. And then like they tell me all types of, you're going to be in Vegas this day. And then you're going to be in the, can you go to Phoenix this day? The fuck? What? <laughs> like, I have a fucking. I mean, I, I did have a good laugh before we got on there when you were just like showing me wardrobe options. I did have a good laugh at that. Do you know how many t- Okay. Do you know how many times? And I was doing this one for Bang Bros. And like I, they had these pair of jeans that they had me try on because apparently they wanted jeans. And I'm in Miami. I didn't bring jeans. And they had this pair where like this, the left ankle just w- would not get over. You can see it in the Bang Bus, the Bang Bros Bang Bus fucking episode where like the guy had to help me pull the fucking like. So they're like, try on the jeans and this shirt and then try on this dress and then try on the jeans and then this shirt and then try on the dress and then try on the jeans again with this shirt and then try on this other. Take the jeans off and do. Seven times I just I'm like motherfuckers. You literally it takes ten. It took two hours just to figure out what the scenario was, what my outfit was going to be. Ended up being blue on blue, denim on blue, on the denim on blue. And I was like, this is the fucking most hideous. What the fuck are they having me wearing? Canadian tuxedo, some shit. Dude, it was just like denim and brown, blue, and then more blue. But none of it matched or felt like what? Whatever. I don't give a shit. Whatever. I don't care. But. But these motherfuckers, they care so much about, like, what fucking jeans. and You can't wear the same jeans from last time. So, and I have to bring my own clothes. They want me to bring the clothes and to look like a MILF, like I fucking know what that is. And, like, to have button-up shirts that are fitted. Do you know how tiny? I'm a fucking tiny person. Like, they, they have to clip shit. Like, the dude had to, like, go shopping for me. So they had to go to, like, four stores to find button-up shirts. I'm like, yeah, not easy, isn't it? not easy and they're like $35 each right and I fucking get paid a certain amount of money and like they're not paying for my wardrobe or my travel or my flight or my hotel so they want me to like also pay for nice clothes that fit me well I mean eventually they'll be paying for your travel well fits better motherfucking residuals type shit mm-hmm. I'll say that word too loud yeah yeah you'll get in a little trouble on that <laughs> yeah inside my DNA I got yeah so but really it's more I just want to like have fun with the people I'm working with, and I I really enjoy what I do. I don't really know. I, I'm learning what a milf looks like because apparently I don't really dress like a milf. I dress I just dress like I'm going to athleisure shit. Like I, I mean, and this is not like what I would consider a milf to be wearing. Nope. I'm not mad at it. Don't no, don't I mean, get me but wrong. Mil- but milfs wear mom shorts and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but this is porn milf, so I've got to learn what porn milfs wear. So it's a whole. It's a whole process. I can't wait till I'm like signing my like, oh, I wore that blouse, that button up shirt in a porn. And you want to buy it for 500 bucks? Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like these jeans that can't fit over one ankle. Like, cool. I was like out of the bang breast. You know how like, they try to kick you out real fast? Yeah. They didn't do anything mean to me. Like they were nice about it. Right. Like they changed from like fucking dropping girls off in the middle of nowhere and they're taking peace, bitch. Like they said they had one girl had a bike and they like, purposely ran over it when they like dropped her off and shit because they like were pretending to be mean but they stopped doing that so they just kind of were like oh you can we just gave you a couple of grand so you can get an uber right and i'm like yeah and i'm like trying to put these jeans on that don't fucking fit and i'm all sweaty they had because like, you had sex I, right. yeah i had been fucking and then also I, I think they turn off the ac or something like, well, they definitely do like yeah so i'm sitting here sweating balls right i'm fucking 
and I work when I have when I fucking do porn. I don't just I'm not a pillow princess, right? Like I fucking put in some work. I do CrossFit, right? So and I'm like sweaty trying to put these jeans on that don't fucking fit. Like shit's falling out of my purse. And I'm like, later, bye guys. Like cool, see you. It was, yeah, it was it was fun though. It, I did, yeah. I got I got some people commenting on my OnlyFans. Oh, I saw your Bang Bus episode. I'm like, really? I haven't seen it yet. How is it? Is it good? That's the important part. Oh yeah, oh, they definitely they won't comment if they don't like it, right? Well. They may comment. You did shitty on that bang breast. I mean, people do talk shit in the comments. Oh, I'm sure they do. She looks like, what is she, like, 40? I'm like, is that an insult? That's cute. Like, oh. They think, they think that calling me 40 is an insult because they think I'm younger than that. So they think that calling me 40 is like, you know what I mean? With They're like, like when you're like 40, she's probably like 34. We're going to make her, we're going to hurt her feelings. We're going to hurt her feelings by calling her like 40. I'm like, bitch, I'm over, I'm over 40. You're like, show of hands, who wants to look like me when they're 40? It'd be a weird look for me to look like you. Show of hands. Any, everybody fucking in the audience wants to look like me when they're 40. I mean, yeah, come on, man. For real. For real. For real. For real. Yeah. Type shit. So, yeah. I, I was going to. two years old. I was going to say the word, but you know, you'd punch me, so. For your age. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I will. No. Just, oh, well, you're not broke as fuck for your age. Oh, that's cute. You don't Justin, have I, I will say it without the caveat. You look good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I don't tell these kids, oh, you look good. You look, you look good for, you know, having like your brain not fully fucking developed. And, you know, you've done well for your life for the fact that you're a fucking child and have no credit score or like lost three fucking cars in the past year. And like, the, oh my God. Like, you, don't, you have a Louis Vuitton bag. Oh my God. These people don't even like. Oh, they don't own anything. They don't. They're like, oh, it's just L's making bands, racking, fucking making bags. I'm like, what's your credit score? Five thirty. I'm like, oh, so nobody will give you any money. So <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how this world works these days. I don't know. These people are making fucking crazy ass money for doing stupid ass shit. You know, more power to them. More power to them. But it really feels like the world's going like towards idiocracy. I'm sure our parents' generation felt the same way. Yeah, have we sent anybody to the moon any lately? Have we had any innovations in life that are not plastic surgery or how to watch football in a higher resolution? Not really. Only stupid people. <laughs> you know, I think honestly, there is a lot to be said about like the people that want to do make a difference and change the world. And at some point, taking selfies is going to be no longer fulfilling. So, hopefully, know, those likes, that dopamine rush, that dopamine rush. Oh yeah. Phones are just set up like fucking slot machines. Oh, I mean, they do studies on that. They know. They know. Oh, I know. I mean, it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah, it's it's intelligent. They're, they're, I, mean, I don't have Facebook on my phone intentionally because I don't like them connecting my two lives. You know? It's, it's a solid call. <laughs> I hate to do it, but we're going to call last call on this motherfucker. To go? Well, just to wrap. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I think this is enough alcohol today. What do you think? Just see it on alcohol? Only Justin can decide that. I mean, let your viewers decide. Because I've had podcasts where I've been sober, and this is not one of those. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. In a good way, yeah. Definitely. Listen up a little bit. But, Justin, before we get you out of here. So, you guys can find me on Instagram, justine.fun, and Justine Jacobs with a K. J-A-K-O-B-S. Don't put a C in that bitch. Justine Jacobs on OnlyFans. But I'm sure a lot of people do want to put a C in that bitch. Oh, I 
I couldn't stop myself. I couldn't stop myself on that. No one said that before. That's a new joke. That's a new joke. No one's done that. So How has no one done that? That's so fucking obvious. Because I haven't ever said the don't put a C in that bitch. That's, that was new. Ah. So I just kind of teed that up for you. And you swung and you... That's nice. Nice. Go team. <laughs> Go team. Until next week. Drink up, motherfuckers. Woof.